0: chambacasino.com live the chumba life no purchase necessary Void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details mobile phone companies say they offer home internet but if their internet comes from a cell phone network you should know it's just phone internet not home internet keep your home up to speed with cox cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5g home internet cox is the real home internet you're looking for Based on Cox analysis of OOKLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022, and Cox serviceable areas. Visit cox.com internet for details. From the era that brought you names like Chamberlain, Russell, and West. That's Chamberlain. He's got it. Jerry West made it from the other side of the mid-court strike. To the glory days of Magic and Kareem. And Magic Johnson. Joe Jabbar is on a break of an NBA all-time record. From a time where last-second shots were expected. Here comes Kobe. From way outside. Got it! Oh, man! Gets it to LeBron. For three for the win. Yes! Yeah! LeBron James! And rings were handed out like candy. Number one. Here's Jordan. It! It's all over. The off Bulls have won. It's Duncan Dynasty. With your host, Vera Bouguet. And it starts... Right now. Hello and welcome to Duncan Dynasty. I'm your host, Garrett Bougay, And this week I have a League Pass Radio, a live broadcast of Duncan Dynasty for you. As uh, we've got a great matchup between two of the three remaining undefeated teams in the NBA. That is the Philadelphia 76ers hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves the only other team still unbeaten is the San Antonio Spurs so just 3 teams left in the league still flawless if you haven't uh, ever listened to any of my league pass radio uh, broadcasts in the past uh, i do this uh, periodically throughout the throughout the regular season and uh, i uh, have a broadcast background i uh, graduated with a uh, broadcasting and electronic media degree from Ohio Northern University, uh, I've done some uh, some radio work in the past, and I've done some live play-by-play. So that's what I'm going to be doing a uh, live uh, live play-by-play and uh, of the the radio play-by-play variety. So uh, hopefully you'll uh, you'll stick around and enjoy uh, enjoy this. And of course, I will be sticking around throughout the commercials as well, uh, bringing you uh, live stats as I see them and uh, giving my thoughts on not only this game but uh, all of the games throughout the league. Um, as a little prep for this episode I did watch the uh, the previous games of both of these teams and uh, uh, with uh, with Philadelphia knocking off Atlanta in a real tight barn burner they they won 105-103 on a couple of Embiid free throws with less than 10 seconds left. But this Philadelphia defense is just monstrous. So far on the season, they've got a 98.1 defensive rating, a 7.4 point differential, uh, so so they're really getting it done on the defensive end of the floor, and their offense, as, as I anticipated heading into the year, struggling a little bit, but uh, it hasn't really mattered so far. And as far as Minnesota, they're kind of the exact opposite, where they're really getting it done on the offensive end. A 113 offensive rating and a 9.5 point differential. So both of these teams really outplaying their opponents pretty significantly, albeit uh, with a small sample size, just the three games. But uh, it should be a, a fun battle, you know, with one team kind of winning due to their defense and the other kind of getting it done. Through getting buckets, and especially from the likes of uh, of Carl Anthony Towns, so uh, and of course the the Embiid Towns matchup will be a fun one to watch as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Hopefully you'll enjoy it as well. And uh, yeah, uh, as as I mentioned, I'll be I'll be uh, giving you some of the scores from uh, from games around the league. I'll be giving my thoughts and uh, also just some general thoughts about the leagues and some of the trends that have been going on. Of course, uh, there's there's the uh, the NBA has focused in on off-ball calls and push up push off fouls. So I'll talk and, and give my thoughts about that a little bit. Also, the coach's challenge is a new thing this year. Uh, I'll uh, I'll mention a few thoughts I have on that as we as we go along, and also some thoughts on league pass. Of course, I'm I'm watching this game and and uh, giving this to you uh, through league pass. So hopefully. We don't have any problems tonight. There's been plenty of problems through the first week of the season with the service. Uh, so uh, I'll talk a little bit about the issues I've had as, as far as that's concerned. And uh, I'll, uh, I'll talk a little bit about uh, uh, the work I've been doing uh, from a writing perspective for, for the website The Draft Class. I've done a couple of articles for them already uh, this season, and I'm looking forward to doing, uh, doing many more as, as the year goes on. A lot of, uh, a lot of really talented people involved on that website, so I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, as well. But uh, looking at the uh, the referees for tonight's game, Mark Iote, uh, Scott Twardowski and Mitchell Irvin will be on the call And Again, the, uh, the the Philadelphia 76ers will be hosting tonight, so the game will be taking place in Wells Fargo Center. We should just be a, a few minutes away from the tip. But uh, so far on the season, Carl Anthony Towns just absolutely eviscerating the competition. So far this season, he's averaging 32 points per game, 13.3 rebounds, 5 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks, and uh, here's one that's, uh, that's that's quite impressive. Fifty-one point seven percent from three on nearly ten attempts a game. He's he's right at nine point seven at the moment. So he's really jacking up those threes, and he's been a great three-point shooter throughout his uh, NBA career. So uh, I think it's uh, it's good for him that he's uh, he's getting those shots up, and he's the bona fide number one option on this team for Minnesota. Uh, and uh, he he has uh, he has delivered thus far and you know Andrew Wiggins the other guy uh, in in the last game that uh, the Timberwolves played that I that I caught was against the uh, was against the Miami Heat and Wiggins had I believe 16 points in the fourth quarter including a, a stretch where he scored 11 consecutive points and three straight from downtown he had a great run at the end of that game uh, i'm still a little skeptical in large part because you know Wiggins hasn't been a very good three point shooter and you know he he has been known to be a bit streaky so streaky three-point uh, a streaky three-point run from Wiggins isn't something that i'm going to uh you know put too much stock in but uh you know if, if he can continue to to uh produce for them and, and produce in in high leverage situations that will obviously help the Timberwolves chances of uh, of trying to get into the playoffs and and they're off to a a heck of a of a good start if they if they're trying to get there and you know the the West is really wide open now. With with Minnesota again on top of the Western Conference standings, along with San Antonio, uh, the, uh, the they've got a chance. And you know you look at teams like New Orleans and and Golden State, a couple of teams that many people, and even Sacramento, teams that people thought were going to compete so far, getting off to really rough starts. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see. But uh, looking at the uh, the starting lineups. For this game for Philadelphia, it's Ben Simmons, Josh Richardson, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, and Al Horford. I believe the uh, the Sixers wearing the uh, the sort of the retro jerseys. They're uh, they're all blue with uh, the Red and white striping down the sides with the with the stars and uh, the the red and white lettering as well. Minnesota wearing their their white road unis with the uh, with the navy blue lettering and uh, and trim. For Minnesota, it's Jeff Teague, Andrew Wiggins in the backcourt with Robert Covington and. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, of course, and then ramping up the uh, the starting lineup is uh, the man they uh, they received in uh, in a trade with Golden State, Travion Grant. So we're about to get to, we're about to get this game underway here. As again, uh, I've already experienced just uh, before this game has tipped off a couple of situations where the. The league pass was, was buffering a little bit, so again, I apologize if we, if we lose signal here. I would hope that uh, the, the connection and, and the league pass is, is a little bit better tonight, given that this is the first night in the league that uh, we've no longer got the, uh, the free preview. So uh, we should have a little bit less traffic as the game is underway and the Minnesota Timberwolves win the tip. Teague with the basketball at the top, throws it left wing to Wiggins. Now to the top of the key to Towns. Towns picks up his dribble, finds a back-cutting Covington, but his layup is blocked by Simmons. Beautiful play by Simmons. Here's Horford now for the Sixers in the left corner. He throws a cross-court to Embiid. Embiid's got a mismatch with Wiggins guarding him. He'll back him down. He gets into the paint, a little fadeaway from seven feet, and he knocks it down. So Embiid... In the cross match, there in transition, able to take advantage and gets the Sixers the first bucket of the ball game. Here's Covington, left wing, Graham three, no good. Rebound, Harris. Graham has struggled with his three point shot early on in the season. Harris now dribbling it up, finds Simmons on the lob, and he slams it home. Simmons got behind Jeff Teague, and the Sixers lead it four to nothing. Here's Covington with the basketball, throws it left side, Graham. Graham tries to hand it off to Wiggins. Good denial from Richardson, up top to Teague. Teague now getting a screen from Towns, gets switched on to by Horford. Dribbling with his left hand will pull up from three and hit. Jeff Teague makes it a one-point lead for Philadelphia, uh, 10-50 to go in this first. Simmons pushing it back down. Euro steps into the paint. Good defense, though, from Graham and Towns, and Towns picks up the rebound. He gets it to Teague, who pushes the tempo. Throws it right wing, Covington. Left side to Towns, but the ball is picked off by Simmons. But he loses the basketball, and Towns gets it back for the Timberwolves. Frantic pace here as Covington gets into the right corner. Wiggins, he'll fire a three, and that one's well off the mark. Fight for the rebound. It's going to be off of Philadelphia, and it will remain with Minnesota. That was an air ball. He missed that wide left. 10.25 to go. Philadelphia four, Minnesota three. Timberwolves with possession. Teague on the far baseline will inbound it. He'll get it into Towns. Towns finds Teague in the left quarter. Now switched on to by Horford. Now we'll find Towns on the block. Guarded by Simmons. He'll back down. Gets doubled by Horford. Finds Teague. Teague gets past Embiid. Kicks it out. Graham's got another wide open look but that one's off the mark. Rebound Embiid. He'll hand it to Simmons. Simmons pushing the tempo again. Gets up to the right wing. Nearly loses the basketball but finds Embiid. Embiid facing up on Towns on the right block. Now we'll drive baseline. Towns he spins past Towns, a beautiful shot fake, and then able to lay it up with a right hand on the left side of the rim. Embiid with a fantastic move there. T gets the ball inside to Andrew Wiggins, who is posting up on Richardson, and he puts up a right-handed finger rolling in. 6-5, to five, Philadelphia's lead still at 1. Horford up top to Embiid. Embiid dribbling with his right hand, looking for Simmons on the block. Finally gets it to him, and we're going to have a foul called on Travion Graham. So Graham, again, a couple of really nice looks in the opening, uh, couple of minutes, but not able to convert. That's been a struggle he's had throughout his career. Not a great three-point shooter, albeit he's a a solid defensive player and and plays very hard. Simmons will inbound at far sideline, gets it to Horford. Horford tries the give-and-go, but it's picked off. Snagged by Graham, who gets it to coming who dribbles it up to the right wing, up top to Teague looking over the defense, now finds Graham left wing. Nobody guarding him, and he'll drive in, but he's, I believe, called for a travel. So, rough start for, uh, for Travion Graham as uh, Philadelphia definitely seems to be utilizing the strategy of uh, making Graham beat them as Simmons throws it left wing to Harris. Harris looking in for Embiid. Embiid catches it about 18 feet from the basket. Now will post up, and or face up, excuse me, on the left side against Towns. Now will back down. Gets a foot into the paint. Continues to back down. Turns baseline. Has the ball poked away by Towns. Three seconds on the shot clock. Now he turns and fades along the baseline. No. But an offensive rebound by Horford. Horford picks up the basketball. Throws it left wing. Harris. Harris will fire the three ball. That one's off the back of the rim. No good. Rebound. Graham. Graham finds Teagle. Dribble it down the left sideline. Guarded by Richardson. Throws it and finds a cutting. Wiggins cutting to the basket. And he is fouled by Embiid. Nice pass from Teague and nice aggressive rim cut there from Andrew Wiggins and he'll get himself two free throws. Solid defense there from Towns on that last possession of Bede really being physical. And Bede, of course, last year had that tweet where he mentioned that Carl Anthony Towns wasn't playing hard enough defense. Or good enough defense, that is. And, uh, the Minnesota organization really was uh, was pretty thankful for Embiid sending that because they believe uh, Towns has has improved on that end of the floor ever since. And uh, from what I've seen this season, it uh, it has been decent. He he certainly still still makes some mistakes, but his effort and commitment on that end has been there. As uh, so Wiggins knocking down both free throws, and the Timberwolves lead at seven to six. Simmons tries to find Embiid, but the pass hit him right in the face. Simmons able to save it and gets it to Harris on the left wing. Harris gets a screen from Simmons, now switched on to by Graham, looking inside for Embiid, who's got Covington on to him. Embiid gets doubled, kicks it out Richardson, up top to Harris, back to Richardson, fakes the three, dribbles in, fires the 17-footer, no good. Rebound Wiggins, who kicks it up to Graham. Graham now on the right wing, back to Wiggins at the top, guarded by Simmons, throws it left side to Teague. Teague has a switch with Embiid, guarding him, as we approach the eight-minute mark of this first quarter. Teague isolates, gets past Embiid and finishes with the left hand. Beautiful use of the body to shield off the shot blocker Embiid. The Timberwolves late at 9-6 now as Embiid has the basketball at the top. Throws it right wing to Harris. Onto the block to Simmons, guarded by Graham. He'll back down, gets inside, has a shot block. Kicked it left corner, Richardson 3, that's good. Fortunate bounce there for Simmons as the block went right back to him, able to find Richardson in the corner. And we're all knotted up at 9, 7.35 to go in the first. Here's Teague with the basketball at top of the key. Throws it right wing to Covington. Left side, Graham's got another wide open look, and that's short. Rebound, Horford. Sixers actually sometimes playing Embiid on Graham and just letting Embiid stay in the paint. Horford throws it onto the right block to Harris. Guarded by Graham, he'll back down. Turns over the left shoulder on the baseline. Can't get the, the roll. Rebound, Towns. Towns gets it to Teague. Teague. Over the timeline, now throws it left wing. Wiggins three, that one rims out. Rebound Tobias Harris, he'll get it to Simmons. Simmons, over the timeline, finds Harris at the top of the key. Gets double-teamed momentarily, now finds Embiid. Embiid on the right side, facing up, now will back down. Guarded by Wiggins, gets double-teamed. Tries to split, has the ball poked away and picked up by Towns. He gets it to Covington on the outlet. Covington drives down the paint, maybe got away with the travel, but blows the layup completely. Rebound Harris, Harris finds Simmons. Simmons on the fast break opportunity. His right-hand layup, no. Rebound Horford, and we're actually going to get a, an off-ball foul as uh, Horford looks like he pushed off to get that rebound. So it will be a turnover for Philadelphia. It will go back to Minnesota, and we've got a timeout on the floor. So frantic pace here in the early going, but so far a, a pretty interesting basketball game. And again, the the big thing that I uh, I seem to be noticing so far is you know, with Carl Anthony Towns, uh, I mentioned uh, prior to the game his, uh, his terrific three-point shooting in the early going. It seems like Philadelphia is opting to not have him be their best rim protector guard Towns, and, and they've put him mostly on, uh, on the likes of Travion Graham so far. And Graham has gotten three wide-open looks but hasn't been able to convert on any of them. Jeff Teague off to a two-for-two two start, including one from downtown. He's got five to lead to lead the way for Minnesota. Andrew Wiggins also has four points on one-for-two from the field, including a rebound. And uh, leading the way for the Philadelphia 76ers is Josh Richardson, who is two-for-three and two-for-two two from downtown for his six. Joel Embiid, two-for-four from the field, including a couple of rebounds for his four points. And then Ben Simmons finishing off the scoring for both teams with uh, two points on one for three. So uh, only two other games going on in the NBA at the moment, and that is the Chicago Bulls and the Cleveland Cavaliers. That is tied at 11 with 6.36 to go in the first quarter. And then also the New York Knicks at the Orlando Magic. The Knicks have an early 12-6 edge with 7.16 left to go in the first games later tonight we've got Milwaukee and Boston on ESPN at 7.30 the Indiana Pacers traveling to Brooklyn to take on the Nets also at 7.30 the other 7.30 tip off is the Detroit Pistons going to Canada to take on the Toronto Raptors at 8 o'clock it's the Houston Rockets traveling to Washington to take on the Wizards also at eight, the Oklahoma City Thunder hosting the Portland Trail Blazers, and then the late night games tonight: the Utah Jazz hosting the Los Angeles Clippers at ten, Sacramento playing at home against Charlotte at uh, at ten o'clock, and then finally Phoenix traveling to Golden State at ten thirty. So we're back from uh, we're back from the timeout here. As uh, I'm watching on the Minnesota Timberwolves feed and they're recapping Andrew Wiggins' fourth quarter against the Heat where he put up 16 points on 5 of 7 from the field including 4 from downtown. Finished with 25 on the night. He really didn't have an impressive game up until that fourth quarter. It was It was pretty much same old Andrew Wiggins. As uh, Jeff Teague with a basketball for Minnesota, the Timberwolves going from left to right here in this opening quarter. Jank Lehman throws it right wing to Carl Anthony Towns, hands it off to Teague. Teague, switched on to by Horford. He'll find Towns on the right block. Facing up against Simmons goes baseline, puts up a little jump hook, and hits. Carl Anthony Towns gives the Timberwolves an 11-9 lead as we approach the halfway mark of this first quarter. Here's Tobias Harris with a step and three from the top, and he nails it. So the Sixers retake. The lead at twelve to eleven. Here's Teague with the basketball. As Matisse Thibel checked into the ball game for Philadelphia in the timeout, and Jake Lehman into the game for Minnesotas, we've got an over and back violation on the Timberwolves. Thibel has been truly incredible so far on the defensive end through three games. I'll mention his stats here shortly. Here he is with the basketball. Throws it left wing to Harris. Harris, trying to hand off with Ennis. Can't get it to him. Finds Simmons on the block, guarded by Town. Simmons finds a cutting Tobias Harris. He got around Robert Covington and able to put it up with the right hand. And the Sixers lead now at 14-11. to 11. Here's Teague with the basketball. Picks up his dribble, and he's going to be called for a travel. He tried to find Andrew Wiggins, and it was Feibel there, denying and uh, caused Teague to maybe drag the pivot foot. Didn't get a great look at uh, Teague on the ball there, but uh, the referee, again, thought uh, thought it was a travel, so it will be 76ers basketball. 5.28 to go in the first. Here's Horford with the ball in the right wing, hands it off to Thibel, up top to Harris. Harris gets a screen from Simmons, now pulls up from the left elbow. That one's way short, but Ennis with the rebound. He finds Simmons cutting down the lane, and he hangs in the air and lays it up with the right hand. Beautiful move by Ben Simmons, and the Sixers lead now up to five. Here's Towns with the basketball, hands it off to Teague. Teague drives left, picks up his dribble, hands it off to Wiggins on the left wing. Wiggins steps back, thought about the three, now kicks it to Covington. Covington will take a contested shot from downtown. That one's no good. Rebound Ennis. Ennis hands it off to Simmons. Simmons finds Ennis cutting down the lane he puts up the shot, nobody drew the foul. He'll go to the line for 2. So the Sixers doing a nice job in transition here. And again, that's something that uh, that Ben Simmons really does a nice job of for this basketball team. You know, they they definitely struggle in the half-court offensively due to their lack of spacing. But uh, Simmons does give them a little bit of a boost with his uh him pushing the pace and and getting them some easy buckets. As uh, Ennis at the line, puts it up and in. Ennis with the second free throw, that is up and in as well. So the Sixers lead at 18-11, 4.52 to go in this opening quarter. Teague with a basketball for Minnesota, throws it up top to Towns. Towns right side to Covington. Guarded by Harris, up top now to Teague. Teague dribbling his left hand. Guarded by Simmons, up top Towns. Takes a deep three and hits. Al Horford was pretty close, but uh, not quite enough. uh, Not quite getting close enough to Towns. And he makes it an 18-14 game. Sixers lead is down to four. Here's Harris on the screen. Gets into the paint, finds Simmons on the left side of the rim. And he draws the foul. Nice patience there from Harris probing the defense, able to throw a little bit of a lob pass to Simmons, who was able to then put up a little shot fake and draw the personal foul. Towns did actually get a piece of that pass from Harris. As I believe the first free throw was missed, the broadcast came back a little late on that one, as uh, Noah Vodley checking into the ballgame for the T-Wolves, as well as Shabazz Napier and Josh Okogie. So a pretty uh, pretty heavy bench unit here for Minnesota. As a Culver also into the ballgame, it's, it's a Von Lay, Lehman, Napier, Culver, and a Kogi. As uh, Simmons knocks down the second to give the Sixers a 19-14 edge. Here's Von Lay left wing to Lehman, up top to Napier. Gets a screen from Von Lay. Now we'll dribble with his left hand. We'll step back from three, contested by Thibel. No good, rebound Horford. Horford finds Simmons down the left wing to the... Line to the lane. get Kicks it back out to Harris on the right wing. He'll drive into the paint and has the ball stripped away by Akoge. And it goes off his knee and out of bounds. Nice defensive play there from uh, the second-year wing. Yeah, beautiful defensive play. Bit risky, obviously, going for the strip there, but uh, able to get it clean. Here's Napier with the ball. Throws it up top to Lehman. Lehman right wing to Culver. He drives into the paint, Eurostep, but his sh- layup is blocked by Ennis. Horford gets it to Simmons, to the line, to the lane, puts it up with the right hand, no good. Ennis is there for the putback. James Ennis making plays on both ends of the floor. And Philadelphia has a 21-14 edge. Here's Napier, left wing, gets a screen from Vonley, gets to the free throw line. Thibel dives for the steal, can't get it. Napier gets it into Culver, and he is fouled. Theibel is just an orchestrator of chaos on the defensive end. He's all over the place, just going for steals, diving on the floor, trying to just harass whoever has the basketball. He also went for the block on Culver, but Culver was able to have a little shot fake to let him fly by. Culver's first free throw is up and no good. Theibel on the season per 36 minutes, averaging 4.4 steals and 2.2 blocks per game. Absolutely a menace on the defensive end of the floor. Culver at the line for the second, and that one's up and no good. Culver has really struggled with the jumper, and that has been a major concern so far in his early career is the, the lack of a jump shot. Here's Simmons. Kicks it left wing to Horford. Right side to Mike Scott. Scott drives right. Gets into the paint. Puts up a right-handed jump hook over Layman at in. Mike Scott a beautiful move and the Sixers. Lead it by nine. Napier hands it off to Culver. Culver gets a screen. Now throws it left side. Napier. Guarded by Simmons. Napier orchestrating traffic. Now will drive left along the baseline. Keeps his dribble. Guarded by Simmons. Kicks it out left wing to Vonley. Five on the shot clock. Fakes the three. Napier Step back, that one's well off the mark. Terrific defense by the Sixers here in this first quarter. Here's Ennis with a basketball at the top. Picks up his dribble, guarded by Culver, and actually threw it right to Culver. He's got the pick, he's got a breakaway, and he's going to slam it home. Jarrett Culver with the steal and the finish. Philadelphia 23, Minnesota 16, 230 to go in the first. Here's Ennis driving baseline, and he's going to be called for a travel. It looks like uh, we're going to maybe have a timeout here. The under three timeout, with Philadelphia leading by seven. See, as as I was mentioning, Culver so far really struggling on the season uh, from from the three point line and and shooting in general, even at the free throw line as well. But uh, you know, I was I was pretty high on uh, on Culver going into the year, and you know, I uh, I listened to quite a bit of. Uh, of the Dunked On podcast with uh, with Nate Duncan and Dan Le- Danny LaRue, and they were very concerned about Culver's jumper and its ability to translate to the next level. Uh, and uh, they're looking pretty good about that so far. The shot has, has really uh, not been there uh, so far on the season. Uh, he has yet to hit a three, and uh, he's 0 for 5. And uh, from the free throw line, uh, he is he's now over three on the season with those uh, that 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 uh, most recent trip missing both. So uh, Culver certainly struggling with the jump shot. He's got the all around game. You know I've seen him make a couple of of really nice defensive plays in the early going of this season. Uh, you know he he had that steal and dunk in transition just a moment ago. He's had a couple of nice cuts. Uh, so so he's got uh, and he's made a he's got he's got a decent passing game as well. So. You know he's got that all-around game, but if he wants to be a uh, a really sensational player, an all-star caliber guy, and 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 I think Minnesota and that organization expects him to be that, since they drafted him sixth overall, uh, they uh, they they really need him to uh, develop that jump shot and make that at least respectable, because right now it is absolutely not, and that's something moving forward throughout the season that uh, that I think might be an issue. Is the idea that uh, that the, the Timberwolves just might not have enough spacing out there on the floor? You know, Wiggins has struggled at times. You've got uh, you've got Travion Graham, who Philadelphia has been kind of ignoring so far. When he was out there on the floor, if Culver is getting significant minutes, you know, uh, they they just might not have quite enough shooting out there to to support Carl Anthony Towns, but. It hasn't been a problem so far on the year because, uh, again, as I mentioned, uh, in the pregame, their their offense has been one of the better offenses in the NBA with a 113 offensive rating. So out of the timeout, Minnesota with the basketball going from left to right here this first quarter. Culver hands it off to Lehman. Back to Culver. Hands it off to Napier on the left wing. He'll try to run a pick and roll with Towns, but his pocket pass is snagged by Richardson. Richardson throws it left wing to Scott is Richardson, Thibel, Embiid, Scott, and for- Forkmaz, or Corkmaz, excuse me, uh, for for Philadelphia. As the Sixers turn it over, it's picked up by Akogi, who throws it up to Lehman, who was cherry-picking a bit, and uh, Lehman able to dunk it home. So the Sixers lead cut down to five now, with 148 to go in the first. Here's Richardson with the basketball, drives along the baseline. Backing in and gets into the paint, has the ball poked away, picks it back up, finds a beat on the left wing, back to Richardson. Richardson now gets a screen, drives along the baseline, jumps, finds Korkmaz, and it looks like he may have stepped on the end line. He'll be out of bounds to Minnesota. So the Timberwolves, with another opportunity to cut into this lead, Napier up top to Towns. Towns, thought about the three, guarded by Embiid, throws it left wing to Okogie. Akogi drives right, gets into the paint, but has his shot blocked by the combination of Embiid and Thibel. Embiid throws it right wing to Richardson. Richardson rejects the screen from Embiid, finds Embiid on the right elbow. His shot no good, but Scott is there on the offensive glass and lays it up with the right hand. Sixers lead at 25-18 as we approach a minute left in this first quarter. Here's Culver. Throws it right wing. Carl Anthony Towns. Three ball is good. Those are the kind of threes that uh, that Cat is taking this year that he hasn't in the past. He's being super aggressive from downtown. Here's Korkmaz. He drives baseline. He's going to get bumped by uh, Josh Kogi. 51.7 seconds left in the first quarter. quite a wild sequence in that play where Lehman got the dunk in transition. As a couple of uh, loose balls there, finally Minnesota was able to come up with it. Here's Embiid with the ball at the free throw line. Spins into the paint. Shot fakes on Towns. Steps through and then Towns is forced to foul. So Embiid will go back to the line. That's something that's so impressive about Joel Embiid's game is that footwork a beautiful move he drove right spun back left you know was able to do a shot fake and then stepped through going back right and uh, town's just had no answer you know even if you defend that play reasonably well just uh you know having the size of Embiid and and his athleticism he's just going to get really close to the rim even if you defend all those moves perfectly and you don't fall for the pump fake as of the first free throw, he knocked down. Second one is up and in as well. 27 21, Philadelphia leading by six. Let's see if Minnesota can get a two for one. As Culver driving in, has the ball poked away by Richardson. Here's Philadelphia and beat with the basketball. To the line, to the lane, kicks it left corner. thibel three. That's good. Matisse Thibel. Hitting the left corner shot. And the Sixers lead is up to nine. A big turnover there from Culver. And uh, now Philadelphia got the two for one. So Napier dribbling the basketball at the 76ers logo. Waiting a screen from Towns. Now both players leave Napier to guard Towns. And Napier gets a wide open three on the right wing and knocks it down. 30-24. Sixers lead by six. Six seconds to go in the quarter. Here's Richardson pulling up from the free throw line at Quebec's. Three seconds to go in the quarter. Sixers lead it by eight. Napier gets it into Culver. Culver will dribble it. Gets it to half court. Puts up the shot at the buzzer. That one's short. And that will end the first period with the score. The Philadelphia 76ers 32. And the Minnesota Timberwolves 24. So, so far in this battle of two of the three remaining undefeated teams in the NBA, the Sixers have the big edge and uh, the defense has definitely shut down Minnesota for the most part. Towns is still uh, doing reasonably well. He's knocked down a couple of threes. Uh, he's got eight, but uh, the, the rest of the roster for Minnesota is struggling a little bit. As uh, again, another uh, look at uh, some of the scores from uh, the, the other couple of games that are ongoing right now. Chicago leading Cleveland 26-23 with just 12 seconds to go in the first quarter. And uh, at the end of one in Orlando, it's the next 25, the Magic 22. So I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about uh, the, the emphasis the referees have made and the NBA has made to... Uh, to call those uh, offensive fouls on push-offs. And, and I think they have done an absolutely terrific job, uh, especially with the plays on the ball where guys uh, aren't able to create separation with their handle and uh, are using the off arm to create that separation. Uh, they, they've they done an absolutely fantastic job of, of taking that out of the game. I think that's a good thing because that's just, uh, you know, it, it's tough enough to play defense, let alone if the offensive player is allowed to just push you away from him. Uh, so so that's been terrific. The issue a little bit that I've had with it is obviously they've made an emphasis on on push offs in general, and they've called a lot of push off uh, fouls off the ball when you've got your likes of your, your J.J. Reddicks, your Steph Curry's who like to run off screens. And a lot of times what happens is the defensive player in those situations are the defensive player is holding on to the offensive guy and the offensive player in retaliation then pushes off to get his arms off of him and the the referees are noticing the retaliation and calling that that's been the the one issue it's it's more of a minor complaint but uh overall i think the emphasis that the nba has made as far as uh, as far as that rule change is concerned uh, has been a good one and uh, it's made it's made the game a lot more enjoyable i think it's given defenses a little bit more Uh, of a uh, a realistic chance of of stopping the offense uh, in a league that has continued to to get better and better on the offensive end of the floor. It's nice to finally get uh, a rule change well not really a rule change but an emphasis on a rule that, uh, that benefits the defense So starting the second quarter now as uh it looks like there's a steal off of the inbound, as Minnesota will get it now. As uh, Wiggins, with the basketball on the left wing, will spin into the paint, puts up a shot off the glass, no good. Rebound Embiid. He'll hand it off to Richardson. It's Richardson, Harris, Scott Embiid, and Corkmaz for the Sixers. Napier, Vondlay, Wiggins... Covington and a Kogi for the Timberwolves. Harris with the basketball at the free throw line kicks it out to Richardson. Seven on the shot clock. He backs to the free throw line, kicks it out to Corkmaz, but he bobbled the basketball. Picked up by Wiggins. Wiggins hands it off to Napier. Napier walks it into the front court, guarded by Corkmaz. Will now get a screen from Vonleh, dribbling with his left hand, left of the key, finds Vonleh on the cut. He puts up a shot over Embiid, and that one's well off the mark. Rebound by Harris. Harris drives right, tries to go behind the back. Good defense from Napier. Now Harris will try to back him in. And Napier again pokes the ball away and goes out of bounds It will remain with Philadelphia with 12 on the shot clock. 11 minutes left on the second quarter game clock. Philadelphia still leading Minnesota 32-24. Richardson on the far baseline gets it into Embiid. Embiid on the right side, facing up on Vonlay. Eight on the shot clock, fakes the jumper, jab steps, now will put it up and in. Joel Embiid giving the Sixers a 10-point edge. Napier throws it right wing to Akogi. Akogi guarded by Tobias Harris. Throws it up top to Napier, gets a screen from Vonlay, and we've got an offensive foul. Not sure if that was on uh, Napier or Vonlay on that play, but... Uh, Nonetheless, it's a turnover, and it will go back to the Sixers. Embiid with uh, such a great all-around game, such good patience as well on the offensive end, as he's got the basketball on the left wing. Throws the lob to Richardson, who is fronted on the post by Napier, but Richardson can't get the layup to go. The ball poked out of bounds and will remain with Philadelphia. Richardson slapping his hands in frustration because Embiid set him up perfectly, and he had a wide-open layup. 14 left on the shot clock. Richardson, far side line, or far baseline, will get it into Embiid. Again, Embiid facing up Vonleh about the exact same spot. Kicks it to Scott. Scott back to Embiid. Embiid faces up, jab steps, gets baseline, and gets right to the rim and lays it up and in. Vonleh doesn't seem like he has much of a chance defending Embiid. As here is Wiggins with the basketball getting down the lane, gets to the hoop, no, fight for the rebound. Wiggins got his hands on it, but Embiid comes down with it. He'll hand it off to Richardson. Richardson into the front court. Will dribble right. Now kicks it back up top to Embiid. Embiid left open. Will drive into the paint anyways. Now kicks it out right wing to Richardson. He'll drive left. Gets to the free throw line. Now right of the lane. Finds Embiid. Five on the shot clock. Guarded by Vonley. Embiid will fade away along the baseline. That one short. Rebound Covington. Covington hands this to Napier. Napier driving right. Gets to the free throw line. Kicks it out. Covington trail three and he nailed it. Robert Covington with a big three as the game seemed to be slipping away a little bit from Minnesota. And he makes it a 36-27 lead for Philadelphia. Embiid hands it off to Korkmaz. Corkmaz guarded by Wiggins. Throws it left side to Harris. Harris gets the screen from Scott. Drives left. Gets all the way to the hoop. Has the ball poked from behind by Covington. It'll be out of bounds. It will remain with the Sixers. Six on the shot clock. Nice push there from Napier. That's pretty easy basketball. Just, uh, you know, play with pace, draw the defense by getting to that free-throw line area and then just kicking out to the trailing player and that was Covington on that possession. Richardson on the near baseline gets it into Embiid. Embiid driving baseline, tries to throw it up, thought he was foul, but the ball is picked up by Wiggins. Wiggins finds a Kogi in transition. He'll gnash the ball along the baseline, but then throws it away. He maintained his dribble for most of it, but then left his feet with nowhere to go. And then threw it right to Embiid. Embiid hands it to Richardson, who gets it into the front court. Throws it left side to Harris on a curl. Harris now on the left elbow. Will spin, gets baseline, gets all the way to the hoop. Shot fake, gets a kogi in the air, finishes, and draws the foul. Tobias Harris with a beautiful move there. And he extends the Sixers lead back to 11. The Sixers just showing great patience, and so far uh, the, the Timberwolves defenders not having much discipline falling for pump fakes. Harris's free throw is good, and the Sixers lead it 39 to 27. 8.40 to go in the first half. Napier up top to Wiggins, gets a screen from Vodley, pulls up from the free throw line, it hits Andrew Wiggins, a nice little bid ranger. And the lead is cut down to 10. Here's Horford with the basketball. Dribbles right. Hands it off to Korkmaz. Gets to the line. To the lane. Puts up a floater and gets the friendly roll. Corkmaz gives the Sixers a 41-29 edge. Here's Covington up top to Wiggins. Wiggins finds... Vonley, left elbow, back to Wiggins, ball bobbled momentarily, Wiggins picks it back up, tries to kick it to Vonley, ball deflected, gets to Vonley somehow, and he puts up a beautiful reverse laying around Horford, able to get it to go. 41-31, Sixers lead it by 10, 7.50 to go in the first half. Here's Richardson, left wing, finds Harris on the block, guarded by the smaller Napier. He spins baseline, Covington tried to help, but Harris able to elude and lays it up and in uh, 43-31. Now here is Napier with the basketball, dribbling with his left hand, guarded by Scott. He likes this. He's looking for the isolation play. Now throws it to Covington left side. He'll take a deep three. That one's well off the mark. Rebound Horford. Horford will push into the front court. Finds Corkmaz for three on the right wing, and he nailed it. Furcon Corkmaz gives the Sixers a 15-point lead with 7:19 to go in this opening half. Sixers playing good offensive basketball, especially in transition there. And Minnesota has some problems to solve here as they trail by 15. So uh, another thing I wanted to uh, to discuss tonight is the, the coaches' challenge, and that's been a, a big talking point in the NBA this season, a new rule that the NBA added, and uh, uh, so far all they've uh, been willing to commit to is just this season it being a, an experimental thing. And uh, the, the, the main thing I wanted to discuss was, you know, I've heard a lot of, uh, of broadcasts so far in this first week of the season. Uh, and I've heard a lot of coaches uh, quoted as saying that they want to save their challenge for late in a game if necessary. And, and that to me just seems to be such an illogical premise to start with. For one, you know, and it also reminds me a little bit in terms of coaches, you know, taking players out with foul trouble to save them for the last couple of minutes of a game. It's illogical in that, you know, two points, say for instance, you make a challenge and you can either give your team two points or take two points off the board or even three. You know, two points is two points, whether that's in the first quarter or whether that's in the fourth quarter. It's just as valuable three points is just, like, gaining or taking away from the other team three points is just as valuable if it happens in the first five minutes of the game as it is if it happens in the last five minutes. And what saving your challenge till the last couple of minutes does, it, all that really benefits you, or, I mean, all that really does is it potentially makes it so that there's no challenge you can make at all. So, uh, because, like, there there is an opportunity where if your mindset is i'm not i'm just not going to challenge anything in the first 40 minutes of this game you know a bad call for your that ben, that would benefit your team if it were made correctly that might not happen in the last 8 minutes or not something obvious enough that it would be overturned so you know it, it doesn't make a lot of sense what uh, what coaches are doing and and how they're their strategy for using these coaches' challenges. It's uh, its a bit frustrating because it yeah, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. And and the, the challenges that a lot of coaches have used have been kind of puzzling. I saw one challenge that really was, was all about just fixing an out-of-bounds call, which just basically gives your team one extra possession. But you don't know, uh, you know, uh, an average offensive possession is going to gain you about a point. So that challenge... Is really only has the value of a point if you overturn an out-of-bounds call. Whereas, you know, if if you challenge a play where your your player gets fouled on a three, that has the value of about two and a half points, typically, if it's a good free-throw shooter. So, uh, yeah, I've, I've been a little disappointed in how coaches have utilized this challenge so far this season. As we're back from commercial, here's Napier with the basketball dribbling on the left side, guarded by Horford, throws it up top to Towns. Towns switched on to by Harris, Towns picks up his dribble, finds T. He's wide open on the right side for three, no good. Rebound Simmons. Timberwolves have missed a lot of open looks so far in this first half. Harris thought about a deep three guarded by Covington. He throws it left side Corkmaz into the block to Harris. Or excuse me, Horford. Horford backs down, puts up a right handed jump hook across the lane and finishes. Beautiful move from Horford there, taking advantage of Wiggins guarding him on the block. Here's Teague with the basketball. Gets a screen from Towns. Switched onto by Horford. Throws it right side to Covington. Covington now will look for Towns on the block. Switched onto by Simmons. Towns with eight on the shot clock. Picks up his dribble. Finds a cutting. Napier kicks it back out to Towns. Into the corner to Covington. Three on the shot clock. Now Towns on the right wing. Gets past Simmons. Drives all the way to the hoop. Finishes, but I believe it was late. He didn't get it off quite in time. He caught that pass on the right wing with about three seconds on the shot clock. Got all the way to the basket and uh, you know was probably a half a second late getting that layoff off. Here is Corkmaz uh, in the right corner. He'll take a step back three. That's no good. Towns with the rebound. He kicks it up to Covington. Covington loses the handle. Finds Napier along the baseline. He kicks it up top. Towns wide open three. Another open look for the Timberwolves that they can't connect on as the Sixers lead at 48-31. Here's Harris with the basketball, now into the left corner. We'll pull up from about 18 on Wiggins. That one's way off, but Ennis there to grab the rebound. James Ennis makes a lot of those little plays, getting onto the offensive glass and uh, converting there. It's a 9-0 run for the Sixers, and their lead has ballooned to 19. Towns getting doubled on the block. Kicks it out to Teague, up top to Napier. Napier guarded by Simmons, throws it right side to Wiggins. Wiggins with six on the shot clock, step in three, no good, rebound Horford. Horford will push the tempo for the Sixers, he'll get it to the top. Throws it left corner, Korkmaz, another three, nobody draws the foul, and that one is on Wiggins. Bad foul there. From Andrew Wiggins, says uh, Maz has been very aggressive shooting the basketball in this first half, and that t- and that time it will benefit him because he will get three at the line. Wiggins not happy with that foul call. Corkmaz's first is up and in. Second one is up and in as well. And to talk a little bit more about the coaches' challenge, you know, you've got 48 minutes to find a, a play where you can almost uh, guarantee your team two points uh, or either taking away two points. I mean, uh, I think it's pretty silly that coaches are resorting to uh, to choosing to uh, challenge a possession call. As Minnesota with a basketball going from left to right here in the second quarter, Wiggins gets into the paint, puts up a little... Bunny that can't go, but Towns is there for the putback as Minnesota now trails 53-33. And we've got a timeout on the floor with 5.06 left in the second quarter. Quite a statement by the Sixers so far in this ballgame on their home floor as Minnesota has really struggled. Looking at some of the stats, so far Minnesota is shooting 5 of 18 from 3. Wiggins over for 3. We've got uh, Travion Graham over for 3 from downtown. Culver has missed his only attempt. So yeah, outside of Carl Anthony Towns, who has 10 points on 4 for 5 from the field, uh, the the Minnesota offense is really struggling. They're shooting just 36.4%. 13 of 34. 2 for 4 from the free throw line, and also with uh, nine turnovers so far in this first half, a pretty high number, although Philadelphia has done a terrific job this season of uh, of turning their opponents over. Through three games, the Sixers, as a team, had 32 steals and 21 blocks. Uh, just outrageous numbers. Uh, you know, nearly, essentially, 11 steals a game and seven blocks a game. Just just unbelievable. And again, a lot of that is Fibel's a lot of that has been Ben Simmons, uh, obviously Embiid helping in the block department. Uh, they have just been a ferocious defense so far. And a uh, 4 Philadelphia so far, Tobias Harris and Embiid both with 10 and both shooting an identical 4 for 9 from the field. And uh, putting up some gaudy plus-minus numbers, Tobias Harris plus 17 in his 15 minutes of play. And to the bench for Philadelphia doing well, also for a moz, a plus 13 in his 9 minutes as a four minnesota you look at a guy like andrew wiggins uh you know there was the the uh the game minnesota won against uh, brooklyn on opening night uh, andrew wiggins i believe was minus 26 in their 1 point win uh, that uh, that is really hard to do And uh, so far, Wiggins tonight in 14 minutes. He is minus 19. Horford already with seven rebounds and a couple of assists in the early going of this ballgame. He has been a pretty great fit for this Sixers team. You know, obviously defensively, he's made them so much better, him and Richardson have made them just a such a dominant defensive team, but then the fact that Horford doesn't need the basketball but can score for you when when you need him to, uh, he's been a, a a really solid fit thus far. Simmons up top to Harris. Harris throws it right side to Horford, guarded by Covington. Horford throws it up top to Thibel. Thibel gets a screen, throws it up top. Harris, a beautiful high-low pass to Horford, but he can't finish. Gets his own rebound and able to convert. Al Horford on the second opportunity gives the Sixers a 55-33 to edge. 4.38 to go in the second quarter. Here's Covington hands it off to Lehman. Right side to Teague. Teague gets a screen from Towns. Dribbles left of the lane. Picks up his dribble and uh, we've got a foul. I believe on Al Horford. He's got a look of bewilderment on his face. <laughs> If if I can read lips correctly, uh, he said to the referee, I don't know about that one. Travion Graham inbounding it on the near sideline. will get it in to Teague in the right corner. Teague getting bumped a bit by Simmons. Tried to draw the foul, but no call. He found Towns. Back to Teague. He'll drive it left into the paint. Can't finish. Ben Simmons using his length there very effectively to make that a very difficult finish for Teague this Sixers team just overwhelms you with their size, especially for opposing point guards. It can be a real struggle, as we saw with Fred Van Fleet in that second round playoff series last year, and this Sixers team is even bigger this season. Here's Horford with the ball on the right elbow, hands it off to Thibault, back to Horford, free throw line extended, dribbling with his right hand, back to Thibault. Thibault driving left, to the line, to the lane, gets all the way to the hoop, and he's going to be called for a charge as he lowered his shoulder. Covington got his chest right in the path of Thibel's drive. And it will be a turnover. Minnesota will get it back. Philadelphia 55, Minnesota 33. As a that is a challenge that would be to me worth uh, worth doing if you're Brett Brown uh because that was a, a potential call that uh, You know, Covington didn't fully get there, and that was a made layup. That would be a three-point play. Those are the kind of calls that are worth challenging, in my opinion, as the three from Travion Graham is no good. He can't find the mark tonight. Here's Simmons up top to Harris. He drives left of the lane, gets all the way to the bucket, but can't finish. Layman with a good late contest after getting blown by off the dribble. Here's Graham with the basketball, driving right, gets into the paint, finds a cutting Covington. He can't finish, but he is fouled. So Robert Kevington, the former Sixer, will go to the line for two. So, uh, Covington knocking down the first free throw makes it 55-34. to 335 left to go in the second. Second free throw is up and good as well. So the Timberwolves cutting the lead back down to 20 as Philadelphia really has dominated this opening half. Harris thr- throws it right side to Thibel, Gets it to Embiid, hands it right back to Thibel, Driving left. Gets to the free-throw line, back to Embiid, about 17 feet away, facing up on Towns on the right wing. Now we'll pull up from there, off the front of the rim, no good. Rebound Travion Graham as we approach three minutes to go in the second quarter. Graham up top to Towns. Towns dribbling his left hand, how will pull from three and hit. That is absolutely filthy from Carl Anthony Towns. Kind of lulled Embiid to sleep thinking he was going to go for a handoff and then just pulled the three right on him. Thibble driving with the right hand gets all the way to the bucket, and a nice little finger roll gets it to go. It's encouraging that thibble has been able to make these small contributions on the offensive end because his defensive value is obviously a huge positive. Here's Covington will be on the left wing, and he's going to be called, I believe, for travel again. That's a couple of travels uh, in this first half on Covington trying to, uh, Catch it and go, and maybe moving his feet before he's uh, quite put the ball on the ground. That's been another uh, point of emphasis for the NBA this season: is uh, travel calls. Here is Thybul left wing three, no good. Re rebound though by Mike Scott. He kicks it up to Richardson, who finds a cutting Simmons. Gets down the lane, but can't finish the right-handed layup. Rebound, Towns. He finds Teague. Teague to the left wing. Embiid fell over. Teague fires the three, no tipped, and the ball is captured by Simmons. Simmons will push it to the free-throw line, tries to find Thibel on the left, and it's stolen by Graham. Graham will find Towns. Towns dribbling it up. Has the ball poked away by Thibel. Thibel making another terrific play. He kicks it to Simmons. Simmons gets into the paint, kicks it out to Embiid, and we've got a foul on Minnesota. I heard Thibel, you know, he's a guy that, uh, he was, uh, he was talking to the Philadelphia sideline reporter and essentially said, you know, I don't consider myself a defensive stopper. I consider myself a defensive playmaker. And uh, he certainly is that. As uh, Simmons on the, uh, the far sideline will get it into Embiid. Embiid will dribble his left hand to the top, hands it off to Richardson. Richardson gets the free throw line. Shot fakes, then puts it up over Napier and hits. Tough contested two there from Richardson, and the Sixers lead back up to 21, 140 to let go here in this first half. Here's Napier dribbling the basketball at the top of the key, throws it, or actually thought about throwing it left side, now finally gets it to Wiggins. Wiggins guarded by Embiid, nine on the shot clock, isolating, drives right, kicks it out, Graham fakes the three, throws it right wing to Lehman, three on the shot clock, jab step three is no good rebound thibel Another good defensive possession for the Sixers. Here's Simmons in transition, and a beautiful deflection there from Napier, and uh, it looks like the referee got this wrong. Napier definitely deflected that. <laughs> the Sixers arguing this one. And uh, they're going to get it in to Travion Graham, and they're going to re- retain possession. Bad call there as Towns finds Graham on the cut and he lays it in. So not only a bad call that uh, gives the possession of Minnesota, but then the Sixers players were arguing and therefore out of position, and uh, Graham able to get the lay in. Here's Embiid, throws it left wing to Thibel. Thibel gets a screen, gets to the free throw line, kicks it back out, Embiid on the pop on the left wing, fakes the three, dribbles in. A beautiful fake spin baseline along the fadeaway, can't get it to go. Rebound Lehman. He'll dribble it into the timeline, finds Napier, Napier tried to get the pass to Towns, but Thibel read it. Beautiful defensive play again to force the turnover. Here is Richardson driving along the baseline, will snake the dribble, kicks it back up top to Thibel. right corner to Scott, his three no good, rebound Wiggins. 27 seconds to go in this second quarter. Sixers lead it by 19, Minnesota trying to cut it to 17 or possibly 16 at the half with a three. About a five-second differential between the shot and the game clock. Eight on the shot clock now. Here's Wiggins. Throws it left wing. Wide open three from Napier, and he hits. That time, Thibel a little bit too aggressive on his help defense and uh, allowed an easy pass to the left wing, and Napier had a wide open look. Here's Simmons with a basketball. Seven on the game clock. Throws it to Thibel in the right corner. Up top, Embiid will fire a straight-on three and hit. The crowd erupts with that shot from Embiid. Two seconds. Here's Napier. He'll fire a sh- will try to fire off a shot. Doesn't get it off, and that will be the end of the first half with the score. The Philadelphia 76ers 62 and the Minnesota Timberwolves 43. So again, looking at scores from around the league. The Chicago Bulls leading the Cleveland Cavaliers 48-43 to with 2.14 to go in the first half. With uh, just under 32 seconds left in the second period, the New York Knicks have a one-point edge over the Orlando Magic 42-41. to With 3.39 to go in the first quarter of the game on ESPN, Milwaukee leading Boston 25-16. The Nets at home trailing to the Indiana Pacers 28-24 with 2.19 to go in the first. At the end of the first period, the Toronto Raptors leading the Detroit Pistons 37-28. And again, games that have yet to start tonight. We've got uh, Washington hosting Houston. That one will be started any moment now. Same with Oklahoma City hosting Portland. And then at 10 o'clock, we've got the Los Angeles Clippers traveling to Utah to take on the Jazz. Also, uh, 10 o'clock start time, the Sacramento Kings hosting the Charlotte Hornets. And then the final game of the night, the struggling Golden State Warriors hosting the Phoenix Suns. And uh, the Suns have been a bit of a surprise, even uh, um, without uh, with that Aiton suspension. I actually haven't heard the, the latest news on that, but... but uh, it's been a uh, it's it's been a very very interesting uh, start to this NBA season really really fascinating stuff we've had uh, we've had a nice uh, a nice couple of surprises in terms of teams that are better than expected uh, and then uh, you know we've had a couple that are a lot worse than expected but uh, looking at the uh, early eastern conference standings We've got the 76ers in first at three and0 and they look on their way to uh, being 4 and0. The Miami Heat, even though they uh, they missed Jimmy Butler for the first few games, are three and one. The Toronto Raptors, three and one as well. Milwaukee sitting at two and one as well as Boston at that two wins and one loss mark. A couple of teams at two and two, Atlanta and Detroit. Currently in the 8th spot in the East is the Orlando Magic at 1 and 2, Brooklyn and Washington as well as Cleveland also uh, all at that 1 and 2 mark. And then we've got Charlotte, New York and Chicago all at 1 and 3 and the Pacers at 0 and 3. Certainly the Pacers have uh, have really struggled and that uh, that Miles Turner's a bonus Combo, especially on the offensive end, has really not worked so far, and uh, them not having Oladipo for a good chunk of the start of this season might be, uh, you know, too much to overcome once he returns. In the Western Conference, uh, the other team that uh, I'm broadcasting tonight, the Minnesota Timberwolves, at three and 0 we've got San Antonio with a three and record as well. The uh, the two LA teams, both at three and one, we've got Dallas. Utah and Denver at three and one. I mean that just shows you how dominant the Western Conference is. We've already got, uh, you know, you, I've already mentioned seven of the potential eight playoff spots, and we've got seven teams with a three and one record or better. Houston at two and one. And then we've got uh, just outside the playoff picture at the moment. Uh, we've got Phoenix and Portland both at two and two. Golden State at one and two. And then uh, at the twelve spot in the West is the Oklahoma City Thunder at 1-3, Memphis also at 1-3, and And rounding out the Western Conference, both of these teams at 0-4, it's the New Orleans Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings. So uh, another thing I wanted to to talk about tonight is uh, some of the league pass issues that have been going on Even when I've been uh, broadcasting this game a bit, there's been some buffering issues from time to time. Uh, But, uh, you know, we we had the the NBA did the league pass free preview for essentially the first five or six days of the season, and that ended last night. So, again, I'm hoping that uh, maybe they'll resolve some of their problems now that there's not quite as much traffic. But it's inexcusable some of the mistakes that have been going on. I mean, for one... The you know, I, I watch a lot of my League Pass through uh, the NBA app on PlayStation, and two years ago, you know, I've had League Pass for three or four years now, and two years ago, you were able, when you were watching a live game on the PlayStation uh, NBA app, you were able to pause the game and you were able to rewind it. But last year, for some reason, they took that, uh, that feature away, and that has uh, remained the case this season as well that's that's been really disappointing it seems like a pretty basic feature when you're talking about uh uh some uh, a streaming service in in 2019 approaching 2020 um so so that's been an issue uh you know there was um for a few days there uh you know i was uh, i also watch a lot of games uh you know replays of games i don't watch as much live cuz i like to uh, i like to avoid uh I like to avoid commercials because I, I like to watch a lot of basketball. And if I can get a game in and done within about an hour, that allows me to, to watch a couple of games in the, times it, in the time it would take me to watch one uh, if I were watching it live. Um, so I'm, I'm watching a lot of games as, as, a, as a replay. And on Saturday and Sunday of this past week, I, I tried to watch some games from Friday night. And none of the games were playable uh they uh you know the when when a game is playable it'll have that uh that league pass logo at the top of the uh, the game image and none of the games had that uh and you know I experienced a little bit of that in the preseason you know having a few games that I wanted to watch and those just weren't available, which that's frustrating in its own right you know uh I don't know why they can't uh have the same level of quality for the preseason that they do during the regular season and availability in terms of being able to watch the games. Uh, But, uh, yeah, that was frustrating. They finally figured that out. It took them about three days, and then finally those Friday games were available again. But uh, for a lot of people, uh, you know, that uh, would be at the point where no one wants to watch those anymore. Um, So that was frustrating. Um, Certainly... The uh, Another feature that they changed specifically, I believe, on the, on the PlayStation app is when you rewind it, it rewinds 20 seconds now instead of 10. And you know, the 10 seconds was really perfect because you know, if I see a highlight that, uh, or a possession that um, maybe I was watching off-ball and the, the player on-ball had a nice move that I didn't quite catch... Or I was focused on the ball, and I saw some. Uh, there was something off ball that I wanted to take another look at. I would just quickly rewind, and it would go back to the start of the possession. Whereas now, uh, now that it's 20 seconds instead of 10, it goes back a couple possessions. So then you've got to watch a possession you didn't want to rewatch to get to the possession you wanted to see. So that's certainly frustrating as well. Uh, it. Uh, um. It's been it's been really bad, and then even last night, you know, in I was I was prepping for uh, doing the broadcast of, of today's game, getting getting to watch a little bit of the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers and the Minnesota Timberwolves, so I had an idea of uh, what these teams were looking like heading into the action tonight, and uh, so I, so I was watching the the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers Atlanta Hawks game from I believe it was Monday, and. I believe it was in the in the fourth quarter, there was about uh, a couple of minutes of the game that just completely skipped. They, all of a sudden, there was the, uh, the NBA League Pass logo with that League Pass music that you'll see often when the, the games are concluded. Uh, but that just showed up in the middle of the fourth quarter, and it went on like that for about five minutes. Um, and then... Uh, By the time it came back, yeah, a couple minutes of the actual game action were gone. So uh, that's frustrating, just like having them miss minutes of the action on their replays. That's just inexcusable. You know, I want to watch the entirety of these games, and and I especially want to see the closing minutes of these games, and uh, uh, that that seems to be an ongoing concern for them. Uh, So... I'm curious to hear any of your guys' thoughts on uh, any other league pass issues you guys may have noticed. Uh, you can, you can uh, message me on Twitter at Garrett Bougay. That's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-B-U-G-A-Y. Or you can message me. You can email me at g-bougay at onu.edu. Uh, if you have any comments about uh, any of the things I've talked about tonight, or uh, if you have any comments about my podcast, Duncan Dynasty, in general, or some of the articles I've done for the draft class, uh, please, I'd love, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, obviously, if uh, if you can give, uh, if you can subscribe to to this podcast, Duncan Dynasty, it's a weekly podcast. I air episodes every Wednesday, uh, and if you can give it a rating and review on whatever podcast player you. Uh, uh, you listen to that would be much appreciated um, you know this is uh again this uh, league pass radio this live broadcast is something I do periodically throughout the uh, the n b a season and uh on uh, on episodes that uh, aren't live I'm typically bringing in a guest a guest that uh that uh, really knows the game of basketball well I met a ton of people made a ton of connections through sports business classrooms so I've had uh, a bunch of uh of SBC alums on the podcast and I'm hoping to, uh, to get more. So, uh, if, if you're somebody that, uh, that knows a lot about the game of the NBA and, uh, w- would like to be a guest, please, I would, uh, urge you to contact me. I'd love to, uh, to have you on and, and talk hoops with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, rating review, subscribe to, uh, to Duncan dynasty. Much appreciated. I love anybody that, uh, uh, is, is willing to, to follow, and uh, hopefully I'm bringing you content that you'll enjoy. Um, and then also, yeah, I uh, might as well get to uh, the draft class. I have uh, been writing for, uh, for this website. It's a, uh, it's a sports business classroom-created website. Uh, a lot of great people working on there, and they've been very uh, welcoming in, in letting me join and, and contribute I've I've done a couple of articles already. I did one right before the season started on uh, the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers, and, and comparing those teams, and also why I think the Clippers are the favorites. That uh, that ty- that article is uh, entitled La La Land. So you can check that out on thedraftclass.com. And then also I did one recently on uh, the Russell Westbrook dilemma, uh, kind of talking about the fit with uh, with Harden and Westbrook after watching that opening night game. Uh, between the the Rockets and the Bucks and uh I pointed out a few things that were a bit of a uh, a bit concerning in the final 5 minutes of that ball game uh, if you're a uh, a Houston believer in terms of competing for uh for NBA championships uh in this season but uh you know obviously go on there and 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 check out my stuff uh would really appreciate it uh, but then also check out anything else that uh, any of the other people are doing there on the draft class. There's a morning announcements every morning, uh, you know, kind of recapping some highlights from the previous night's action. So if you uh, if you had something else going on and weren't able to, uh, to keep up with the NBA, uh, check out the morning announcements. They'll get you filled in on what you may have missed. And then also uh, there's uh, the Chandler's gambling corner. Chandler Harper is, uh, is a real good guy. He, uh, he does some good work. Uh, he, uh, he's been doing some uh, division previews on some bets that you could make that uh, would be good uh, for each division. And, uh, you know, everything that those guys are doing on that site is pretty terrific. They, uh, they had a, uh, a tweet. Go viral! It was a video uh, on NBA Twitter. It was essentially an Avengers reference with uh, a bunch of key NBA Twitter personalities. Their faces photoshopped over top of uh, of all of the Avengers characters. That was pretty good. Uh, so uh, all those guys at the draft class, thanks again for for welcoming me on. And uh, you guys are are doing a terrific job. And I'm I'm honored to to be a part of this. As uh, we're we're about to get back underway here for the second half, but a quick recap of the first half stats. Minnesota shooting 37.5% from the field, 7 of 23 from downtown, 4 of 6 from the free throw line. Uh, They've also got 12 turnovers in the first half. Uh, Rebounding-wise, the Sixers dominating 32 to 13 on the glass. Uh, Sixers shooting 48.9% from the field, 5 of 9 from 3, also 9 of 10 from the line. The Sixers also with 13 turnovers, so a high turnover ball game, a little bit sloppy at times, but uh, Philadelphia really doing a great job on both ends of the floor, defensively forcing turnovers, making things difficult, leaving open the guys they want to leave open. You know, they've left open Travion Graham and Wiggins at times for threes, and those guys haven't been able to hurt them while they've been pretty good in terms of uh um, staying to the likes of Robert Covington and uh, and and Towns as much as possible. The fact that Towns has only got six shot attempts is probably a, a positive indicator for Philadelphia's chances in this ballgame. Embiid with 13 points in that first half, including five rebounds. He's been pretty good for Philadelphia. Tobias Harris also with 10 on 4 of 10 shooting. As we are underway here in the third quarter, it's Philadelphia with possession. Going from left to right here in the third. It's Horford with a basketball on the right side. Hands it off to Richardson. Guarded by Teague. Back to Horford. Horford onto the block to to uh Embiid. Embiid guarded by Towns. Will back down. Continues to get inside, gets all the way to the hoop and draws the foul. Towns calling for the jump, but that was obvious that he got Embiid on the wrist. Embiid looking at him like, you know you fouled me. <laughs> So Embiid looking to build on this 19-point edge the Sixers have from the first half, as we're just 20 seconds in to this third quarter. First free throw is up and in. uh, This has been something of a development the last couple of years that has made Embiid one of the best players in the league, is his ability to just live at the free throw line as uh, he makes the first puts up the second that one's good as well I believe he averaged over 10 free throw attempts a game last season he's at around nine so far this year through three games Teague with the basketball hands it off to Lehman who's starting this third quarter instead of Graham probably to get a little bit more shooting out there on the floor here's Towns with the ball on the left wing his three's no good rebound Horford Horford dribbling down the right sideline. Now gets it to the top of the key, guarded by Wiggins. Will isolate. He'll back down. Puts up a jump hook. No good. Rebound, Kevington. Aggressive play there from Horford. Here's Teague with a basketball left wing. Throws it cross court to Towns. Towns pressured by Horford. Will drive left. Gets to the line. Kicks it out to Teague, but goes right through his hands. Maybe a little bit too much heat on that pass from Cat. And that's another turnover, and the ball will go back to Philadelphia 14th turnover on the night for the Timberwolves here's Embiid throws a beautiful high low pass to Simmons who had posted up and got deep position on Covington and he's able to lay it in with the right hand 66 to 43 Philadelphia pulling away here's Towns the ball at the top beautiful pass to Wiggins but the ball poked away by Richardson and he saves it as well Beautiful play from the for, former Miami Heat man. He'll kick it up to Embiid. He thought about the three. Then we'll throw it left side to Tobias to Harris. And he kicks it into Simmons, who again was posted up deep. But, uh, and he draws the foul. I believe it was on Teague. Simmons doing a really good job of being aggressive and getting that deep post position. And that's something where, you know, Embiid, just his capability of hitting threes is is pretty valuable because then Simmons can get inside while Embiid is out on the perimeter. Here's Embiid on the right block. Backing in just bullies Towns and puts up a jump hook. Towns is mad. He hoped, he wished for a offensive foul there, but Embiid taking it to Towns. Here are the early moments of the third. Towns hands it off to Wiggins. Wiggins dribbling with his left hand. Switched on to by Embiid. To the line. To the lane. Gets all the way to the rim and scoops it in with the right hand. Beautiful move there from Wiggins. Beating and beat off the dribble. Here's Simmons, hands it off to Harris on the right side. He drives left into the paint. Beautiful spin move and puts it up off the glass with the right hand. Tobias Harris makes it 70-45. Here's Lehman coming right back for Minnesota, and he puts a nice Euro step move in and gets it off the glass around Josh Richardson. 70 to 47, 935 to go in the third. Here's Horford on the right block. Beautiful pass to Simmons cutting to the basket, but he has the ball poked away, and Orford, trying to get back on defense, runs over Jeff Teague and will be called for the foul. Hopefully, hopefully Minnesota can make a little bit of a run to make this competitive. A little bit disappointing that uh, this game has gotten uh, a little bit into the blowout territory. Here's Towns, left side to Wiggins. Wiggins guarded by Richardson, dribbles up to the top, throws it right side, Covington. Covington hands it off to Teague, dribbling left, gets to the free throw line, picks up his dribble, little step-through move, no, but Covington is there for the offensive rebound and put back. Philadelphia 70, Minnesota 49 as we hit nine minutes to go in the third. Harris throws it inside to Horford, Horford a beautiful spin move along the baseline and reverses it up and in as uh, he had Lehman on him and Lehman had no chance. Here's Teague with a basketball at the top, throws it left side, coming into the corner to Wiggins. Wiggins finds Towns on the block, guarded by Simmons. Towns immediately doubled by Horford. Horford gets his hands on it, and it's poked out of bounds. Towns, again, not happy with the fact that uh, Simmons may be being a little bit too aggressive, pushing him in the back. Nine seconds on the shot clock. Philadelphia's made a concerted effort to double-team any time Towns get, gets the ball on the block. And maybe that's why Towns has been limited to just, so far, seven shot attempts. So we've got another foul on Philadelphia off the ball. Or they actually may have been prior to to the inbound. They still haven't reset the shot clock, so not sure exactly what's happening here. But we've got a bit of a timeout. It looks like the referees are going to look over this one. Philadelphia certainly looking like a team that uh, is a title contender. I, uh, in my preseason predictions, picked them to make the NBA Finals and lose to the Clippers in the NBA Finals. But uh, I'm certainly very high on this team's upside, especially in a seven-game playoff series with their size, length, and uh, collective defensive talent. They're just going to be smothering. And in a seven-game series when they can lock in on a team's uh, sets and, uh, and, and tendencies, it is going to be an absolute struggle to, uh, to be able to put up points against this defense. As it looks like, yeah, the, what they're reviewing, the refs, uh, whether or not the ball was inbounded prior to the foul off the ball. And uh, if the call is that uh, it will be, uh, the, the foul was committed prior to the pass, then it will be a free throw and Minnesota will retain possession then. They have to reset the shot clock back to 14. And it looks like it's uh, going to be just a common foul as Minnesota inbounds it. Here's Wiggins on the right wing. Gets a screen from Towns, drives into the paint, kicks it left side to Teague. Teague in the corner, gets into the paint, a step-through move around Ben Simmons and gets it to go. Beautiful footwork there from Jeff Teague. And he cuts the Sixers' lead to 21. Here's Harris on the right corner, will back down against Lehman. Philadelphia attacking Lehman, but Lehman that time pokes the ball away. It's picked up by Teague. Teague, no one picks him up in transition, gets all the way to the rim and lays it up and in, and Brett Brown... Not happy with that. Lack of communication on that possession as uh, it looked like a defender was on Teague. Teague did a little bit of a hesitation dribble and then defenders all went uh, away from him and the seas parted and Teague was able to convert. So with that bucket, the score, Philadelphia 72, Minnesota 53, 8.06 left to go in the third quarter. Again, Minnesota, with a, te- a team with a 113 offensive rating, put up just 19 points in the second quarter. In route to being down by, uh, by 19 at the half. Again, looking at uh, some scores from around the league. 1013 left in the third quarter, Chicago with a 53-52 lead over the Cleveland Cavaliers. 830 left in the third, Orlando 53, New York 49. 707 left in the second quarter on the game, broadcast on ESPN, Milwaukee leading Boston 42-31. Brooklyn, after trailing early, has now taken a six-point lead, 48-40. Excuse me, now it's down to a 40. It's updating on me as we speak. Uh, it's now 48-44. Brooklyn leading by four with 6.07 left in the second quarter. 2.59 left in the half. Toronto leading Detroit 56-52. Early stages in the first in Washington Houston leading the wizards 17 to 9 609 left to go in that opening period Portland leading the thunder 19 to 15 202 left in the first quarter in that ball game again later games tonight we've got clippers at utah charlotte at sacramento and phoenix at golden state So because San Antonio is not playing tonight, and because two of the three remaining undefeated teams in the league are matched up in this one, after tonight's action, we will have only two undefeated teams left in the league. It just goes to show you the kind of parity that we are uh, we are dealing with in the league now, which... Uh, for, as far as I'm concerned, is very much a positive. Makes the regular season more interesting from night to night and makes the, uh, the playoffs more interesting because you don't know exactly what's going to happen. Trey Young, after uh, winning Eastern Conference Player of the Week, sprained his ankle apparently last night, and uh, but the MRI was, uh, was negative, so good news for Hawks fans. As we're back... Here with Philadelphia with possession, going from left to right here in the third. Richardson along the baseline, beautiful pass to Simmons, cutting to the hoop, and Simmons is fouled. Well, depending on uh, the results of this game, you know, especially uh, if, if we're getting late into the or, you know, Late into the third, early segments of the fourth, and uh, this is still quite a blowout. Uh, may cut this one a little bit short. I'm sure uh, interest will wane if uh, if the game is all but over. As uh, the first free throw from Simmons was good, second one no good. Fight for the rebound, and it's picked up by Lehman. Lehman hands it off to Teague. Teague dribbles it to the top of the key, gets the line to the lane. Beautiful fake under the basket, but can't convert. Loose ball picked up by Lehman and he misses a point-blank layup. Here comes Philadelphia. Here's Simmons with the basketball. Dribbles right of the lane. Kicks it out. Horford three ball. That one's no good. Rebound Towns. Towns gets it to Wiggins. Wiggins dribbling down the left sideline into the front court. Gets a screen from Towns. Now rejects it. Drives left of the lane. Puts a spin move up and a little floater and gets it to go. A Nice move there from Andrew Wiggins. Philadelphia 73, Minnesota 55, 7-10 to go in the third. Ball thrown on the right block to Embiid. Embiid backing down. Will fade away at the free throw line and connect. Embiid, a beautiful shot there and the lead back up to 20. Here is Teague with the basketball dribbling at the top of the key. Throws it right side to Towns. Towns Backing in, gets double teamed, and the ball is stolen by Simmons. Who finds Horford? Horford on the break. Gets all the way to the bucket, blocked by Wiggins. And Whoa, we've got something going on on the other end of the floor. It looks like it's Embiid and somebody for... Oh my goodness. We've got uh, an all-out bra- brawl going on here as coaches all over the floor. As uh, things got heated very quickly... Not sure who got uh, tangled up with Embiid there, but uh, Embiid is known to get into uh, quite a few skirmishes, and frankly, uh, uh, it might have been Embiid and Towns, actually. Obviously, those two have a rivalry being two of the best young centers in the league, Embiid has a cut lower lip. We're going to get to see a look here as it was a, a post up by Towns. He was backing down on Simmons. He got double teamed and their arms got tangled up. And then Embiid pushed Towns and then they basically tackled each other to the floor. Man Almighty, that is uh, that got uh, that escalated quickly. And then a different Philadelphia player was laying on top of of Carl Anthony Towns, <laughs> which that obviously uh, angered him even further than the actions of Joel Embiid. So yeah, it just looked like uh, you know, a uh basic double team, Embiid coming over the top, and then uh you know the, the combination of Embiid and Simmons forcing the turnover, and then you know both Towns and Embiid were really out of the play because the the ball had been pushed up the floor quickly. They were behind the play and their arms just were still tangled up. That was Ben Simmons laying on top of Carl Anthony Towns. And he's actually got him in a bit of a chokehold. Which is quite insane from Ben Simmons. (laughs) Got to imagine that's going to be... He's going to get a tech for that if not get thrown out. I don't think the NBA is too happy with uh, an image of a guy in a chokehold. And that's something the NBA has definitely tried to crack down on ever since the, uh, the malice in the palace with, uh, of course, our test, running into the stands. They don't want their league to be known as one in which uh, these sorts of fights and brawls take place. And they've been pretty harsh in terms of punishment for players uh, to, to try to crack down on, on these sorts of incidences. Or these instances, I should say. And uh, Bede uh, also has a little bit of a cut on his knuckle, it appears. But yeah, it'll be interesting, obviously, the refs taking their time trying to figure out the the technicals, the flagrants, potential ejections that they're going to have to uh, dole out here. But frankly, what Simmons did was was quite dangerous. Laying completely on top of of Towns, and putting his arm around Towns's throat, and T actually now that I'm looking at it, got on top of and beat as well. I think again, both teams were trying to separate Towns. From uh, from Towns and Embiid from each other, I should say, and um, you know maybe both uh, both sets of uh, players going a little bit overboard, climbing on the back of each guy. <laughs> but I guess Towns and Embiid both both uh, massive human beings and very strong human beings. Uh, it's hard to hold them back if they have something they want to do. At least Embiid, uh, you know, laughing it off, thinking the whole situation's kind of funny. I don't think uh, Towns finds it nearly as humorous. The other thing in these, and uh, you know, Towns is Towns was pointing to his throat there, maybe indicating what Ben Simmons was doing to him. But uh, referees oftentimes in these situations, I don't think get it right in terms of punishing the instigator as much as the retaliator. and this seems to me in this instance, Embiid was the instigator. You know, the he he really did the first significant shove in the altercation, which really got Towns heated. I remember a play last year where uh Embiid and Marcus Smart got into it. And uh Embiid just straight up pushed Marcus Smart, committed a really blatant, flagrant foul on Smart. And that upset Smart so Smart got up and pushed Embiid. And Smart was the one ejected. Now certainly I think Smart should have been ejected for the for the shove that he that he did, but I mean He was just retaliating and and essentially doing the same exact action that Embiid did, except Smart did it after the play and Embiid did it during the action. That's something that, uh, yeah, I just don't think they, they put enough emphasis on the guy that initiates the altercation. I think that should be the person that gets punished more, honestly. And it looks like both towns and Embiid have been ejected. Embiid firing up the crowd after learning that he's going to have to spend the uh, the rest of the ball game in the locker room. The crowd absolutely loving it. It'll be. Uh, it's also interesting, you know, after these sorts of. These sorts of uh, these incidents, the uh, or these instances, it's uh, it's interesting to see which team then will will take momentum and uh, use it as a as a spark to get to to, to to play better basketball. It seems like oftentimes there's a there's a run that takes place immediately following these altercations. And I believe that's going to be it for the. Uh, that's the only thing that happened. There was nothing for Simmons, nothing for uh, um, the player that jumped on him, beat afterwards. I think they were just considered guys trying to calm the situation down. I'm shocked that Simmons didn't get punished for what he did to, to Towns. As uh, coming out of the play, we've got a block in Philadelphia now with the basketball. As Harris will throw it into Horford. He'll spin baseline again. Gets under the hoop. Beautiful block by Covington. And uh, Horford complaining that maybe that was a goaltend. And maybe that ball was over the rim. But nonetheless, the Timberwolves take it out and will have possession. Going from right to left here in the third. Here's Covington on the left side. Throws it up top to Teague. Gets a screen from Jordan Bell who checked into the ball game. And Teague will fire and knock down the three. Philadelphia 77, Minnesota 58, 5.55 to go in the third. Horford with the basketball at the top, throws it to Simmons. Nobody there, and Simmons drives right and dunks with two hands. And the Sixers lead back up to 21. Jordan Bell throws it right side to Covington, up top to Teague. He'll drive right to the lane, gets under the basket, finds Bell. Bell will drive right on Horford, puts it up with the right hand off the glass and in Nice move from Jordan Bell, who checked in after the after the ejection of Carl Anthony Towns. Here's Thibel with the basketball for Philadelphia. Drives baseline, gets under the basket, and draws the foul. Gotta say though, you know, Philadelphia, I I, I would uh, would guess would benefit from that uh, dual ejection because they're not quite as reliant on being a good basketball team on Embiid as uh, Philadelphia or excuse me, as Minnesota is on Towns. You know, Towns is really Minnesota's offense. Whereas Embiid, you know, he he certainly makes them much better on both ends of the floor, but they still have Horford to fill in at center, to, and they've still got so much defensive talent. They're a good defensive team even without Embiid. And, uh, you know, offensively certainly it hurts, but, you know, Philadelphia has more offensive creators than Minnesota does. As uh, both free throws go for Thibel, and Philadelphia leads at 81 to 60. Okogie up top to Bell gets a screen from Okogie, and we've got a foul off the ball. It's going to be on Thibel. I believe he held Okogie as he uh, tried to take that hand off. Wiggins on the near sideline will inbound it. He'll get it into Bell. Bell guarded by Horford will go behind the back, gets to the free-throw line all the way to the hoop, lays it up and in with the left hand Jordan Bell with back-to-back drives on Al Horford and uh, he'll get a three-point opportunity that's the kind of talent that Jordan Bell has and you saw it in flashes You know, he made some impactful plays for Golden State in various playoff runs and uh, most notably in that 2018 Western Conference Finals He's definitely got the talent. As uh, here is a pass to Thibault in the left corner, no good. Ennis fighting for the rebound, can't get it. Rebound to Kogi. He'll get it to Napier. Napier in and out move, gets left of the lane. A beautiful scoop shot with the right hand, jumping off the wrong foot. And it looks like Minnesota has come out of that altercation the better basketball team, and they have cut and they have cut the uh, the the Sixers' lead to sixteen. It's 81-65 with 4.53 left to go in the third. So nice little uh, run from a couple of the bench players for the Timberwolves and Jordan Bell and uh, Shabazz Napier. Bell really hasn't gotten much playing time at all in the early going. You know, Vonley has been the primary backup center for this basketball team. In fact, Jordan Bell has played five minutes on uh, just five minutes total in the first three games, so really hasn't gotten an opportunity. So this is a good a good chance for Bell to show uh, show the Timberwolves coaching staff what he can do, and if he that he can be a a a positive difference maker. I'm sure Minnesota would uh, prefer to just leave. The likes of Vanley in his usual roll off the bench, so a uh, bell in there now. And Philadelphia bringing in, uh, going a little bit smaller with Horford at the five and bringing in Thibault. And that's what's so great about this Horford acquisition for Philadelphia. You know, not only his ability to you know, be a fit next to Embiid. I think uh, I think that will be pretty good with Horford at the four and Embiid at the five. You know, obviously they won't have the greatest perimeter, you know, lateral quickness with those two guys out there and Harris at the three, but they just have so much size, so much shot blocking, so much defensive know-how that uh, they, they definitely can make that work. And then, you know, offensively he's able to spot up, be a low usage guy because, you know, Simmons and Harris and, and Embiid are going to take up a lot of the usage, and he's fine with that. But then also, you know, his ability when Embiid is sitting or, you know, missing a game, whether that's for rest reasons or for injury-related reasons, the fact that Horford can step in and play the five is uh, is of such great value. I wouldn't be shocked to see in the playoffs, too, where they, they start with Horford and Embiid, and then Horford comes out early and plays as their backup center when Embiid sits. As we're, uh, we're back from the timeout now, I believe Philadelphia will have possession. Again, the score, Philadelphia 81, Minnesota 65, 4.53 to go in the third quarter. As Simmons with the basketball, dribbling towards the right up top to Horford. Left wing to Thibel right side to Ennis. Ennis goes behind the back, gets a screen from Simmons, picks up his dribble, pressured by Napier, five on the shot clock, throws it into the corner to Harris. Harris backing down, shrugs off a defender, puts up a fadeaway no. Ennis is there again for another offensive rebound and putback. Ennis has been a demon on the offensive glass all night long. Three, or excuse me, five offensive rebounds on the night for Ennis. Here's Bell, tries to throw the lob to the cutting Wiggins, and that one's picked off by Simmons. Finds a cutting Harris down the lane, and he finishes on the right-hand side. So the Sixers lead back up to 20. Here's another turnover as Kogi tried to throw a shovel pass to Bell. Here in transition, it's Theibel down the lane. He has the ball poked away, but he's fouled. So right as Minnesota was trying to get back into the ballgame, went on a little run Philadelphia. Gets back-to-back buckets and, and creates a couple of turnovers in a row. And Thibel now at the line to extend the lead even further. First one is up and in. 3.55 to go in the third. Philadelphia 86, Minnesota 65. Second free throw from Theibel up and in. 22-point edge for the Sixers as Culver checking into the ballgame for Minnesota. It's Culver, Teague, Bell, Wiggins, and Kogi as a Napier drawing the foul on Thibel. This is something is going to have to get better at. You know, he is very aggressive, and uh, it does create a lot of positive things and steals and deflections and blocks, but he does, uh, he does commit quite a few fouls, and uh, perhaps him being on the bench is a, is a positive in large part due to that, and that's something I think a lot of rookies struggle with is knowing uh, how to avoid committing some of those fouls learning some of the intricacies of uh, getting away with stuff, with the officials being so good at uh, at spotting, spotting every little thing. As Napier knocks down the first free throw, second one is up, and that one is good as well. And he's actually going to get three free throws, I believe, on this, as uh, he's knocked down the first two. And he hits all three. So Napier makes it 87 to 68. 3.43 left to go in the third. Simmons walks it over the timeline into the front court. Top of the key dribbling with left hand over the left side. Hands it off to Thibel, who gets it back to a beat on the cut. And he puts down a monster reverse jam with the left hand. Here's Napier with the basketball at the top. Another near steal by Thibel, picked up by Wiggins. Gets it to Bell. And uh, we're going to get another foul call on Thibel. He can't believe it. He thought it was a hook on Wiggins. Thibel with an impressive bounce pass there. Finding Simmons on the pick and roll. And Simmons with the beautiful finish. First free throw from Wiggins is up and in. One thing about Simmons, you know, if he gets into the range where he can dunk it, he can dunk it with either hand, really. He does need to work on his touch, finishing, and and his willingness to finish. Uh, you know, when he can't get all the way for a dunk with the right, or excuse me, with the with the left, I, I should say, he's pretty good with the right, even though he shoots with the with his left hand. Here's Horford on the the left wing, guarded by Bell, hands it off to Thybul. He gets to the. Elbow gets all the way the hoop. Scoop shot, no, but Horford is there to put it back up and in. Al Horford extends the Sixers lead back up to 21 as we approach three minutes to go in the third. Here's Wiggins with the basketball on the left wing. Gets a screen from Bell. Dribbling, step back, now throws it left side to Culver. Culver drives baseline, gets it to Bell. Can't convert the layup. Gets a tip-in point, Blake. Can't convert that either. Rebound, Simmons. Simmons to the line of the lane. Lost the basketball. Picked up by Akogi. He'll fire it to Napier, and we've got a foul on the pass. It'll be debatable whether that is clear path or not. Maybe there was a a sixer out in front, but it was close. Scott, in that game versus Atlanta, got ejected for a a foul in transition where he he made a non-basketball play and just shoved the offensive player. Seemed a bit harsh to be a flagrant two, but... uh, it was a, definitely a flagrant one. It was it was unnecessary. Whether or not it was excessive was the was the question mark to me. The first free throw from Kogi, no good. So the second year wing will get one more. Former first round draft pick. He puts it up and that one's short as well. Bell gets his hands on it. Fight for the rebound. Graham. Gets on the floor. Three guys going after it. We're going to have a jump ball. Maz and uh, Scott were there as well for Philadelphia. So we'll jump it up. Minnesota will have 13 on the shot clock if they retain possession. Uh, the ball is thrown up, and it's won by the Sixers. Kyle O'Quinn getting his first action of the night with Embiid being ejected. He's playing as the, the backup center now He'll th- as uh, Richardson throws it left wing to Scott. Finds Thibel with the ball poked away by Graham. Here is a Kogi in transition. He's bumped from behind by Scott again. Scott this time a little bit more subtle with the uh, the non-basketball play. It wasn't a shove with two hands. It was more a, a body check. And that will send the Timberwolves to the free-throw line. Makoge, after missing a couple on the last trip, gets a friendly roll on the 1st i We'll try to make this a 19-point game. If you're Minnesota, you'd just like to see them get it under 15 here before the end of the third. 2.24 left. As a code, knocks down the second well. Full-court pressure from the T-Wolves, but the Sixers get it in. Here's Richardson with a basketball, dribbles it in the front court, finds O'Quinn, who passes it to a cutting Corkmaz, and he gets fouled. Beautiful cut there from Corkmaz. It looked like he was going to go out to the three-point line, but then quickly changed directions and cut towards the hoop. O'Quinn, a pretty good passer, able to find him. Coach Saunders talking with Culver there about his off-ball defense. As the first from Korkmaz is off, it rattles out. O'Quinn with one of the best beards in the business. Second one from Corkmaz is good. So the lead for the Sixers back up to 20, 92-72, 2 minutes and 10 seconds to go in the third. Here is Napier with the basketball, guarded by Thibel. Dribbles to the free-throw line. Thibel tried to poke it away from behind. Couldn't get it. Napier kicks it out to Bell. Eight on the shot clock. Bell tries to split defenders, and Thibel gets his hands on it. Another beautiful defensive play, and he gets the steal. Here's Richardson with the basketball. Gets a screen. Guarded by Akogi. Gets left of the lane. Fade away from 10. That one's short. Rebound Akogi. He'll push it into the front court. Finds Culver left wing. He'll drive baseline. Can't get the layup to go. O'Quinn with the tough man rebound. 135 to go in the third quarter. The Sixers continue to lead by 20. As Richardson gets it over the timeline just in time before that eight-second eight violation. Richardson kicks it to Scott. Scott left side. Guarded by Graham. He'll throw it into the corner to Corkmaz. Takes a difficult three. No good. Rebound of Kogi. He'll get it to Napier. Napier down the right sideline out of the right wing. Guarded by Corkmaz. Still dribbling with his left hand. Gets a screen from Bell to the free throw line. Kicks it right wing Graham. Thought about the three. Now will drive himself. Fade away. Really tough shot. Nobody draws the foul. And that one's going to be on Mike Scott, who's picked up a couple of personals here in the last couple of minutes. Graham, after being left wide open in that first quarter by the Sixers defense and missing on all his three-point attempts, seems to not have much confidence in that shot anymore, he had another look from three and passed on it to drive. Was able to get the foul though and knocks down the first free throw. Foul wise, no one on Minnesota has more than three. The only guy with three is Jeff Teague, and uh, excuse me, two guys with three: Jeff Teague and a Kogi. As uh, Graham knocks down the second on the personal foul front for Philadelphia, Scott now has five and Thibel has four. Forford also with three. As uh, Richardson with the ball, throws it right elbow to O'Quinn. Left side to Richardson. Richardson has the ball poked away. It falls into O'Quinn's hands. O'Quinn back to Richardson at the top. Guarded by Bell on the switch. Step back. Finds O'Quinn. He'll fire the three as the shot clock's expiring. No good, but Scott on the offensive glass. And I think he's just been... uh, Either that's his fifth or number six on Mike Scott as he's called for the offensive foul. Push off on the rebound. I believe that'll be number five. Akogi will go back to the line. He's had uh, quite a few trips here in the closing stages of the third. Try to cut even deeper into this Philadelphia lead. The first free throw rolls off the rim. So he has struggled from the line. That's three he's missed here in the last uh, couple of trips. He'll try to convert one of two. 37.8 seconds left on the game clock. We'll see if Philadelphia goes for the two for one. As uh, the Philadelphia fans in the background have uh, some some Wendy's uh, billboards there showing up to try to distract him as uh, it didn't work that time as kogi makes the second. Richardson gets into the paint. A beautiful kick out to Harris at the top for three no. They did get the two for one, but not able to convert on the first possession. About a four or five second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. Napier dribbling near half court, guarded by Thibel. We'll hand it off to Culver. Culver guarded by Korkmaz. Eight on the shot clock. Culver asking for a screen from Bell. Now will reject it. Now will isolate against Richardson. Culver step back three. That one banks in. Culver with his first three of the season is uh, maybe a little bit lucky as uh, Richardson now will take the shot on the left wing at the buzzer off the back of the rim. No good. But Minnesota doing what uh, I thought was a... Was a, a uh, Something that they should have tried to achieve is get this lead under 15 before the end of the third, and they did that. They cut it to 14. Is the score, Philadelphia 92, Minnesota 78. So they've still got a bit of an opportunity, even though they don't have their best player for the fourth quarter. If you're just joining, Carl Anthony Towns and Joel Embiid got into a, a bit of a skirmish. Both guys uh, shoving each other, and then both guys... Uh, restrained and uh, by, uh, by teammates and, uh, and coaches and they were both sent packing and uh, so you know Minnesota did put up a 35 point third quarter there and half of it was without town so uh, they're going to probably have to put up another really good offensive period if they want to get back into this ball game. You're listening to uh, Duncan Dynasty. This is a League Pass Radio episode, an episode where I periodically talk about uh, and, and do a live radio play-by-play broadcast of a uh, an NBA game. I put up a Twitter poll uh, over the weekend uh, with uh, with some some game options, and uh, the the Sixers Timberwolves game was what was selected, what was voted on, and uh, got the majority of the votes. So I ended up going with this one. Anytime I uh, do a league pass radio in the future, I will uh, I will put up a Twitter poll. So if if there's a game that you particularly want to see, you will uh, get an opportunity to vote on that, and and uh, that will the the whichever selection has the most votes will be the one that I will uh, select. Next couple of weeks, I'll probably be doing. Uh, for, for Duncan Dynasty, which again airs every Wednesday, I will be doing some some specific team episodes, maybe talk about uh, the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, I've got uh, a guy in mind, a guest in mind I've had a few times uh, to to talk about the Mavericks with, and Frankie Neifinger, maybe I can get him here next week or uh, in the next couple of weeks. Stephen Lowe, uh, a good friend of mine from SBC, another guy that, uh, big Raptors fan, a I, uh, I've enjoyed watching the Raptors so far. I'll, I'll uh, probably have him on here in the next month or so. So uh, keep keep tuned to uh, Duncan Dynasty. I'll post it on uh, my Twitter and Facebook feeds as well. So keep an eye out for that as we're back from commercial to start the fourth quarter. Minnesota going from right to left. Here's Napier on the left elbow, kicks it out to Graham. Graham drives right, gets right of the lane, spins on Richardson, and draws the foul as he got all the way to the rim. Not able to convert on the shot, but he will go to the line for two, and he has an opportunity to cut the Sixers' lead down to 12. A nice response from Minnesota after losing their best player, Towns. As of the first free throw from Graham is up and in. Graham, despite the struggles from downtown, is actually plus 10 in his 14 minutes as he hits the second free throw, and it's a 12-point game. Here's Richardson with the basketball, dribbling with his right hand over the right wing up top to Horford. Horford hands it off to Harris. Harris now will get a screen from Horford, will dribble left. Gets to the left elbow, pushes off, and is called for the offensive foul. So Minnesota with the basketball again, trying to cut it to 10 or possibly 9 with a 3. Napier with the basketball. Napier gets a screen from Vonleh. will pull up from three. No good off the front of the rim. And it'll go out of bounds. Back to the Sixers. That was a big opportunity. A decent look there from Napier. As it's Richardson, Harris, Horford, corkmaz And, uh... I believe Feibel. I couldn't catch the, the fifth player on the floor yet. But it, uh... The ball was knocked out of bounds by Napier. And Minnesota not sure if they got the ball over half court, and I think Saunders is going to call timeout here to maybe perhaps challenge this. No, they they didn't call timeout. He was signaling timeout, but they didn't get it. So uh, it's actually Ennis is the fifth man for Philadelphia on the floor, not Dival, as Horford gets it into Harris, and he is fouled on a cut to the hoop. It's going to be Travion Graham on the personal. I'll try to get you the the five on the floor for Minnesota as soon as uh, the camera stops zooming in here. As Harris at the line, shooting two the first ones up and in. Looks like Vondlay Akogi. We're going to get another replay. And uh, that was uh, the reason why Saunders was considering challenging it. It looked like it may have been off of uh, the Sixers. But it's Vonley, akogi, Graham, Napier, and Culver for the Timberwolves. As we hit the 11-minute mark here in the fourth, as uh, both free throws go down for the Sixers, they lead it by 14, 94-80. Here's Graham with the basketball. Hands it off to Napier. Napier awaiting a screen from Vonley. Gets it. Gets right of the lane. Picks up his dribble. Kicks it out to Culver. Culver, jab step. Dribbles left. Three on the shot clock. Crosses over. Gets into the paint. Scoop shot. Can't get the roll. Nice move, though, from Culver, but couldn't get it to finish. As Ennis with the rebound, he kicks it to Richardson. Richardson gets a screen from Horford. Finds Horford on the pick and pop. Left wing three. No good. The ball is tipped out to Richardson. He finds Corkmaz at the top, and he drills the three ball. So the Sixers lead back up to 17 with 10. 16 left to go in the ballgame. Here is Napier with the basketball, dribbling with his right hand on the left side. Throws it up top to Von Ley dribbles right, tries a handoff, denied. Kicks it back up to Napier. Napier gets a screen, will pull up for three. That one's off the back of the rim, no good. Ennis with another rebound. He's been dominant on the glass for the Sixers tonight. Ennis hands it off to Richardson. Richardson drives left, gets into the paint, puts up a shot. No, Ley blocked it, but we've got a foul. And Richardson will go to the line. So right as Minnesota had cut it to 12 and looked like they were going to make a game out of this, the Sixers have gone back on a nice little 5-0 run and they'll try to make it even more with a couple of free throws from Richardson. So Richardson, shooting two, takes a dribble, spins the basketball, puts it up, and that one rattles out. Looks like Wiggins is going to check into the ball game for Culver for Minnesota. So one more for Richardson at the line. Again, it's Horford, Harris, Ennis, Maz, and Richardson on the floor for the Sixers. Second one, no good either. Rebound, Graham. Graham hands it off to Napier. Napier will dribble it into the front court. Dribble his left hand, gets a screen from Vonlay, dribbling right, now kicks it out to Vonlay on the pick and pop. Vonlay now dribbling left. Now will spin, gets into the paint, puts up a shot with the left hand, no good, fight for the rebound, it's picked up by Richardson. Richardson will dribble down the left sideline to the left wing. Guarded by Napier, Euro steps and Napier read it, got right in his path and drew the contact and the offensive foul. Richardson didn't like the call, but it looked good to me. 9.25 to go in the ballgame. Napier with the basketball. Hands it off to Akogi. Akogi on the right wing. Guarded by Ennis. Throws it cross-court. Napier, left wing. Fakes the three. Guarded by Richardson. will get a screen from Vonley. Now finds Vonley. Left wing. Pick and pop. Three. That one rattles out. Fight for the rebound. Picked up by Richardson. Richardson dribbling the basketball. Gets it left of the lane, now dribbles towards the corner. Loses the basketball, tries to save it, but throws it right to Napier. Napier, in transition, has a four on two, finds Wiggins cutting down the lane, and he puts up the shot with the right hand. It's good, and the foul. Tobias Harris can't believe the call. He didn't think there was much contact. Actually they're gonna call it on the floor now. They're not gonna count the basket. So uh Minnesota will inbound it near sideline. The score is still ninety seven to eighty, Sixers. Eight fifty to go in the fourth. Here's Napier gets a screen from Vonleh, gets to the line, to the lane, puts up a floater with the left hand. No good. Rebound Horford. Interesting Napier switched to the left there for that floater. Couldn't get it to go. Here's Harris into the right corner, Corkmaz. Aggressive three no. Rebound, Horford. Horford back to Corkmaz left side to Harris. Harris looking under the paint to Horford. Horford, a beautiful pass to Korkmaz on the cut. And that's going to lead to a Minnesota timeout. Horford posted up in the restricted area. Got the pass, looked like he was going to shoot a fadeaway, but at the last second saw Corkmaz cutting to the basket. A beautiful last second pass. And Corkmaz got the easy right-hand slam. 99-80. Philadelphia leading 8.27 left to go in the ballgame. Looking at scores from around the league, the Cleveland Cavaliers leading the Chicago Bulls 100 94, 6.24 left to go in the fourth. Orlando leading New York 91 82, with just over two minutes to play in the fourth period. Game on ESPN, Milwaukee leading Boston 63 60, with 9.20 left to go in the third period. Also in the third, 529 left to go in that quarter. Indiana leading Brooklyn 79-77. to In the third, Toronto blowing out Detroit 89-69. to Late stages in the second quarter, Houston leading the Washington Wizards 70-63. At halftime, the Portland Trailblazers leading the Oklahoma City Thunder 49-44. And again, games later tonight, we've got the Clippers and the Jazz, the Hornets and the Kings, and the Suns Warriors. So a full slate of NBA games tonight. Should be fun. I look forward to, uh, after I'm done with this broadcast, uh, watching a few of these. I didn't get quite around to finishing. Uh, I started up a game from yesterday, Dallas versus... uh, Denver and uh, watched the first half of that game so i'll probably finish that one as well uh, The Mavericks have been one of my favorite teams to watch and when I did my uh, league pass rankings episode with uh with Evan dial, I had the Mavericks uh at number five they have uh they they may have even exceeded my initial expectations in terms of watchability they're they they're arguably my favorite team to watch so far. So Minnesota, again, after putting up that 35-point third quarter, have just two points so far in the fourth with uh, about four minutes gone by. Sixers, again, dominating on the boards. Minnesota with 27 rebounds. And Philadelphia with 49. They also have 15 offensive rebounds, the Sixers. And uh, that has been in large part due to the work of uh, Al Horford and James Ennis, who have nine rebounds combined. As Minnesota out of the timeout with the basketball going from right to left, Wiggins on the pick and roll gets into the paint and draws some contact and a foul. It's going to be on the floor as uh, he, he made a late pass to uh, Va- Vonleh for the slam, but that's not going to count. So the Timberwolves will inbound at far sideline. Wiggins struggling to find somebody. Finally gets it into T. He's on the right wing. Drives baseline. Puts up a floater. No. Ball tapped around. It's tipped out to Wiggins at the top of the key. He gets a screen from Vonleh, Gets to the free throw line. His jumper. No. Fight for the rebound. Wiggins got his hands on it, but then it's eventually picked up by Horford. So here comes Philadelphia trying to extend their 19-point lead. As uh, Harris gets into the paint, kicks it right corner. Ennis up top to Horford. Horford left side. Korkmaz gets a screen. Korkmaz over to the right elbow. Finds Simmons at the free throw line. He backs down. Kicks into the corner to Ennis. Ennis will fire a three ball. That one's an air ball. Rebound by Wiggins. Wiggins gets it to Teague. Teague now at the top of the key. Kicks it up top. Wiggins three ball. That's an air ball as well. Back to back air balls for both teams. Wiggins uh, having a struggle tonight. After that Terrific performance against Miami. Wiggins 5 of 14 and minus 24 in his 29 minutes. So for anyone thinking that that, uh, that fourth quarter run against Miami was a uh, maybe a turning point for Wiggins, that uh, might be mistaken. Here's Horford with the basketball on the block. Puts up a right hand jump hook across the lane. No good. Fight for the rebound. And again, Harris getting his hands on it. And it uh, goes off of Minnesota. And Philadelphia will get another possession. I mean, just talk about field goal attempts. Minnesota at 70 and Philadelphia at 80. As the ball embouted to Corkmaz and he hits a right corner three. And the Sixers lead it 102-80, 712 to go in the fourth. Here's Teague finds Wiggins cutting down the lane and he dunks it home with the right hand. Beautiful off-ball movement got caught the pass on the move, did Wiggins. And he finished it with the slam. Here's Simmons with the basketball at the top. Dribbles right of the lane. Bullies Travion Graham. Knocks him over and he's going to be called for the offensive foul. Graham doing a good job with positional defense there. Getting his body in front and Simmons had no other recourse other than to just try to shove him out of the way. Definitely used the off arm as well. Dunked it over Graham even after the whistle blew. I'm sure Graham didn't uh, take too kindly to that. Here's T with the ball on the left wing. Hands it off to Vonlay, who now dribbles over the left wing. Hands it off to Wiggins. Wiggins towards the left corner. Now back to Vondley. Vonlay hands it off to Lehman at the top. Lehman to the line. To the lane. Puts it up with the right hand. And in. Jake Lehman with a beautiful move. Got it over the outstretched hands of Al Horford. And the lead now backed out to 18. Simmons hands it to Korkmaz. Korkmaz dribbling with his right hand. Step back. Three from the left. No good. Korkmaz, his aggression on these three-point shots is uh, is... Is quite unusual. I haven't seen him be this aggressive maybe in his entire career. As Travion Graham dribbling right, and he is fouled by Corkmaz. Blocking foul. But yeah, just for perspective, Corkmaz already attempted, has attempted seven threes in this game, and quite a few of them of the high difficulty variety. 6 19 left to go in the fourth. Philadelphia 102, Minnesota 84. Here's Wiggins with the basketball for the Timberwolves. Gets to the free-throw line, and he's fouled from behind by Harris, who tripped him up. And Minnesota in the bonus. So uh, that's another route maybe for the Timberwolves if they're going to get back into this one, is uh, get to the free-throw line a bunch. Harris now with four fouls for Philadelphia. So Wiggins shooting two from the line. First one is up. And in. Wiggins now with 15 points, looking for 16 here. One thing that's been really disappointing about Wiggins uh, as far as his development, his career, is he started in the first couple of seasons getting the free-throw line quite a bit, and uh, that has trailed off. But tonight he's gotten there... Uh, on three separate occasions, he's made all six, knocking that second one down. 10286 now. Here's Horford Topic. He throws it left corner to Harris. He drives baseline, has the ball poked away, and he's going to be called for an offensive foul. So Harris, after just picking up his fourth on the defensive end, now picks up his fifth, driving in and uh, barreling into the chest of Travion Graham. So Graham again uh, drawing a couple of offensive fouls here in the fourth quarter, and it looks like Brett Brown's going to challenge this one. So this is an interesting one, you know, the, another thing that uh, you can think about if you're a coach and, and considering when to challenge, you know, a, a player committing a, a key foul as well is, uh, is a crucial one, you know, and this is very debatable, you know, it, it doesn't look like your traditional offensive foul in terms of, uh, you know, Travion Graham was not in position, to draw the foul, but uh, there there maybe was some contact with Harris's elbow to uh, Graham's face, and maybe that's what the call is, but certainly this is debatable. This is, uh, you know, again, the block charge calls are pretty subjective, so it could go either way here, but, you know, if this is a foul, you know, not only is that, I believe that would be, if they called it a shooting foul, that would be two free throws for Harris. But then also he would have uh, he wouldn't pick up his fifth foul then. So uh, this is this is a challenge that I'm uh, I'm I'm pretty good with. Albeit uh, I'm not confident in the fact that it's going to be a successful challenge and that the refs are going to change this. Six oh one left in the fourth. Another thing about these coaches' challenges, too, that have been a little bit frustrating is just how long it takes. I mean, I would prefer as soon as that coaches' challenge happens that uh, somebody in Secaucus, which is where the NBA has its replay center, starts reviewing it immediately and, and uh, get this stuff done quickly. Oftentimes feels like you need an entire commercial break for these coaches' challenges as we are going to a commercial on the, uh, the, the Timberwolves' feed. Or at least we, or actually no, we weren't. It's just a Miller Lite advertisement with some highlights. But uh, it seems like it does take a little bit too long these replay reviews. The NBA has done a few things over the last couple of years to speed up the the the, the game, and you know, a couple of years ago they. They changed the free-throw rule where the guy shooting the free-throw couldn't leave the, the three-point arc. So you had guys walking all the way to the other end of the floor and back. And, and the, the challenge is going to be unsuccessful. So it appears, I think, the, the referees believe that elbow to the face maybe was uh, was the reason the, the charge was called. So uh, a challenge that's unsuccessful. And uh, the, the Sixers, I believe, will lose a timeout. Brown can't believe it. I think the referee's telling him that it wasn't the fact that uh, the movement, it was the elbow to the face. As here's Teague, hands it back off to vonle who gets it to Lehman, who goes between the legs but can't finish. That would have been a highlight reel. As uh, a highlight reel play, as here's Richardson now on the right wing, guarded by Teague, dribbling with his left hand, gets to the free-throw line, finds Ben Simmons on the block. He's backing down against Wiggins. Will fade away baseline, picks up his dribble kicks it back out to Richardson. Richardson will drive left, will pull in, and draws the foul on Teague, pulling up for the mid-ranger. That's a play, you know, you, you saw all of the highlights of Ben Simmons shooting jumpers in the preseason, uh, taking threes, taking fadeaways, and making them. And then in that situation, Simmons had a, a situation where he got the ball on the block, he had a shorter defender on him, had that fadeaway move if he wanted it, and he didn't take it. So, uh, you know that's why I think a lot of times with these preseason videos, people get a little bit too excited and it doesn't actually translate to anything. I still don't believe uh Simmons has attempted uh, a three in the in the regular season yet i'll I'll say I'll, I'll double check that as of the free throws go as. The Sixers lead at 104 86. Wiggins runs up to the left wing and pulls up from three and hits. Nice shot from Andrew Wiggins. Makes it a 104 89 game. 5.18 left to go in the fourth. Simmons finding a cutting cork, Maz. He loses it on the way up. It goes off his foot and out of bounds. Minnesota will get it back. Could we see another impressive Wiggins run here at the closing stages of the fourth? Here's Wiggins with a ball on the left wing. Guarded by Simmons. 15 on the shot clock, awaiting a screen from Bell. Wiggins drives into the paint, kicks it out to Teague. Teague now dribbles left, gets to the left elbow, pulls up from there. Can't get it to go. Rebound Horford. Horford will kick it to Simmons. Simmons, two on two, fast break. Kicks it out. Right wing Richardson, three, nails it. Josh Richardson hits the long ball, and the Sixers lead back up to 18 with 4.50 to go in the fourth. As uh, That might just be a dagger for Minnesota's hopes of coming back into this ballgame. But yeah, looking at Ben Simmons, yes, he uh, he hasn't made a three. He hasn't attempted a three through three and three-quarters games. So uh, all of that talk in the preseason of Ben Simmons shooting jumpers uh, all was, uh, I think, for naught. Again, looking at the stats from this game, Minnesota... As a team shooting 40% from the field, 30 of 75 overall, 10 of 32 from three, 19 of 24 from the free throw line, they've committed 18 turnovers and have been out rebounded 52 to 29. Philadelphia is shooting 47.6% from the field. 39 of 82, 8 of 23 from downtown, 21 of 26 from the free-throw line. They've committed 22 turnovers. Philadelphia 107, Minnesota 89, 450 left to go in the 4th. Ball inbounded to Teague, he gets it to Wiggins, back to Teague on the right wing. Teague finds Wiggins, Wiggins gets a screen from Bell, picks up his dribble, back to Bell up top. Bell dribbles with the right hand, hands it off to Teague, dri- drives left of the lane, picks up his dribble, kicks it out to Wiggins, 8 on the shot clock, he'll fire a deep 3, that one's off the side of the rim, no good, rebound Orford. Orford will kick it up to Simmons on the left wing. Simmons guarded by Teague, will kick it up top to Richardson, he'll take a deep 3, that one's no good, rebound Bell. Bell hands it off to Teague. Teague into the front court, Beautiful crossover on Simmons. Gets to the free-throw line. Puts up a floater over Horford, and he draws the foul. Horford got his hands in there trying to go for the strip, but uh, got a piece of Teague's arm. So Jeff Teague, the former Atlanta Hawk, will go to the line for two to try to cut into this 18-point deficit. First one is up and no good. T with one more. Puts it up and in. 107-90. 412 left to go in the fourth quarter. Simmons dribbling over the left wing. Tries to throw to the free-throw line to Horford and he is fouled by Jordan Bell. I don't believe the Sixers are in the bonus just yet. We're getting a look at uh, one of the players' fancy shoes. It's an interesting yellow color, almost a mustard yellow from Jeff Teague. Ball inbounded to, uh, to Mike Scott, throws it right wing to Simmons, gets into the paint, has the ball poked away, picks it back up, puts up the jump hook with the right hand and in. It's a couple times Ben Simmons has benefited from a friendly bounce, getting the ball poked away, but going right back to him. As here's Bell with the basketball, hands it off to Teague. Teague drives right to the lane, puts up a floater over Horford and in. Jeff Teague makes it. Philadelphia 109, Minnesota 92, 338 to go in the fourth. Here's Horford, top of the key three, and he nailed it. Al Horford has had a pretty solid game tonight for Philadelphia, and he extends the lead back up to 20. Here's Teague with the basketball, dribbling into the paint, finds the cutting Bell, he has the ball poked away. He thinks he was poked in the eye there. No call, and it's out of bounds to Philly. This one's all but wrapped up. Minnesota is going to suffer its first loss of the season. Oh yeah, Horford definitely got Bell right in the eye. That's a painful one. No call, though. As a, Here's Richardson with the ball. Right wing, drives left of the lane, puts it up, doesn't get the roll. Fight for the rebound, Horford is there. Beautiful shot fake, puts it up, nobody draws the foul. Al Horford, again, making the little plays. He's had a really, really impressive night, especially on the glass. 16 rebounds on the night, including 5 on the offensive glass, 4 assists. He's got 12 points, he's knocked down a 3, he's plus 26 In his 33 minutes. The best plus minus of any player on the floor tonight. It's the first free throw. Doesn't go, apparently. Just over three minutes left to go in the ballgame. Horford puts it up and in. Philadelphia 113, Minnesota 92. Culver dribbling the ball up for the Timberwolves. Gets it into the front court. Throws it left side. Wiggins. Wiggins loses the basketball. Picked up by Richardson. Richardson will find Simmons on the cut. He gets into the paint. Kicks it out. We've got Thibel. A beautiful bounce pass to Simmons. He slams it home, and that's going to lead to a timeout for Minnesota as Philadelphia leads it 115-92 to with just 247 left to go in the ballgame. That'll probably be a wrap for this episode. I'll do one final look at the scores from around the league before I finish this. But uh, Cleveland leading Chicago 116-108 with under 10 seconds to go in the fourth. Milwaukee leading uh, Boston 76-71 in the late stages of the third with 10.38 to go in the fourth. Indiana leading Brooklyn 90-88. to Toronto up 21 over Detroit in the fourth. Washington leading Houston by one at the half, 77-76. We're tied at 53 in Oklahoma City between the Thunder and the Blazers with 7.20 left to go in the third. Orlando got a victory over New York, 95-83. And the late games tonight again, Utah hosting the Clippers, Sacramento hosting Charlotte, and Phoenix traveling to Golden State. Again, I want to thank you so much for tuning in this is Duncan Dynasty. I'll have more League Pass radios where I do this radio play-by-play throughout the rest of the regular season. Hopefully you can tune in for more of those. And, uh, of course, uh, tune in to my regular episodes with, uh, with guests, uh, various guests that have a ton of NBA knowledge, uh, every Wednesday. Uh, subscribe, uh, subscribe and uh, rate and review my show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Check out uh, the draft class where I'm doing some written content, a bunch of great stuff uh, being uh, done there. And uh, I guess uh, as far as that, enjoy the, the, uh, the rest of uh, tonight's games and uh, have a, uh, enjoy the rest of the, uh, the next week of the NBA calendar.